Shout out to the uh, 700 million listeners out there. (laughs) We just looked at the numbers for the first time in a long time. Good for us, man. A lot of you guys listening out there. Mm -hmm. You're the greatest. Mm -hmm. Continue to tell your friends that they should listen to this show for no other reason other than we are the dumbest collection of human beings ever to be assembled on microphones in the history of microphones. Amen. Today, we prove that once again. When you think we can't get any dumber, what do we do? We dig down deep inside of ourselves, and what do we do, Ty? We get dumber. The only thing we're not dumb about is who we choose to buy our tickets from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're very smart when it comes to that. You know why? Because we go to the geeks. Oh, yeah. These particular geeks geeks are seat geeks. Seat geek, to be exact. (laughs) Seat geek is the greatest ticket-buying platform on planet Earth and the the moon. moon. We've done the research. If you're going to buy a ticket to anything, we're talking NHL, which we'll get to later. A lot of hockey talk today. NBA, we'll get to later. A lot of basketball talk today. Mm-hmm. Even get into projections of next year. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. You're not going to find that anywhere else. We're talking full analysis mm-hmm. from your boys live in the sunroom of my house. We talk about comedy shows later, mm-hmm. which you can get all, all these things. You can get tickets to. At the best price available on the internet from your friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek scans all the other ticket-buying platforms to make sure you're getting the best price for the ticket that you want. The best available ticket at the best possible price is all yours from your friends at SeatGeek. And right now, if you use promo code PAT, you get $10 off your first order. Use promo code McAfee, you get $20 off your first order. What's going on over there? We got a cat in the box. There's a cat in the box. Well, let's cat out of the bag. Seeking is better <laughs> than every other place, and that is just no mistaken. Uh, they're also really good people. They were our first ever sponsor, and they're currently our largest sponsor. Mm-hmm. So they're looking out for us as much as they can. And we hope that if you're going somewhere, you use our friends at SeatGeek. Also, most guys have tried different ways to last longer in a sack. But thinking about baseball doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. The folks at Roman, an online men's health company, are changing the game with Roman swipes. The secret to longer lasting, better sex. Swipe it up. Go ahead and say the Pledge of Allegiance backwards in your head. I didn't think I can. Oh. Go ahead and say the alphabet backwards, Ty. I definitely can't do that. No. Z, Y, S, B, S, B, S, B. Yeah, do it, Pat. Oh. Z, Y, X, W, V, U, T, S, R, Q, P, O, N, M, O, K, J, H, G, F, E, D, C, B, A. Now I'm Whoa. still about to come, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So people are like, well, does that work? <laughs> no, it doesn't. There's only one thing that works for me, for Zito, who's been having sex so much these oh, days. God. Whoa. And that's Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are a clinically proven way to last longer in bed. They're effective, easy to use, fast acting, and doctor recommended, but don't require a prescription. Roman can ship swipes to you in discreet, unmarked packaging, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet for whenever you need it. So let me get this straight. It shows up at your house. Mm -hmm. Nobody, even though they should, everybody, it should maybe show up with a fucking billboard that says, hey, this guy is about to last longer in the sack. It doesn't, though. It's discreet, so you don't get embarrassed. There's nothing to talk about here. What you do behind closed doors doesn't need to be talked about by other people. And it's small enough to go in your pocket and in your wallet, so when you're out in the bot, nobody even knows that tonight, mm-hmm. showtime. It's going down. All the way down. For a long, long time. Ain't that right, Zito? Oh, yeah. You've been putting on a show the neighbor's been saying. Is that what they're saying? See, si. Gracias. 
Keep Roman swipes in your back pocket for longer, better sex, and get yours fast with free two-day shipping by visiting GetRoman.com forward slash Pat. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash Pat. They're super easy to use. Just take the swipes out of the packet, apply to old Mr. Happy Stick, let it dry, and you're good to go. That's it. Hammer time. GetRoman.com forward slash Pat. It's unbelievable that that that's commercial <laughs> but it's real and it works yeah now you get to work get roman.com forward slash pat well 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 <laughs> that kentucky derby was a bunch of shit wasn't oh it? my god <laughs> i watched for four hours there just because i enjoy it i mean i made my lady sit down there and watch with me Oh, uh, they had the Oaks run, then the one on the grass, and then the other one, and then Von Miller interviewed Tom Brady for 45 seconds. <laughs> and then uh, I'm a Von Miller fan on the football field. Yep. Some people, though, they shouldn't have microphones. Von yeah. Miller was one of those guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. They put him in a weird situation. He was judging people's uh, clothes at one point. And I was like, this is not what Vaughn Miller deserves. Put him down there with the horses. Put him down there talking about the fucking athletes of the whole thing. Because, by the way, the horses are the star of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm a very anti-more animals at this casa. We're coming to you live from the house, by the way. Very anti-more animals at this casa guy. I think people know that mm-hmm. through and through. Made Sam sign a 15-year contract to she would not bring another animal in here. Yep. She's been pushing hard for the horses and the cows. I said a miniature buck and bull, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe a miniature buck and bull. But after watching the derby and all this, those horses are awesome. Beautiful. Majestic creatures. They are majestic. Mm-hmm. Just one big thing of muscle just sprinting around there at a rapid rate. That I One horsepower, all of them, by the way. <laughs> 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 the fucking worst you know what really is crazy though is like you're looking at that and it's like wow like this horse's life is worth more than mine mm-hmm. it's like, sperm. Yeah. That, yeah that horse's nut is worth more than your <laughs> yeah. life like it, it's insane to think about you know I mean, like i mean things in this room it's well, worth more than my life yeah for sure but i'm True. just saying like, like you know you don't you don't think you don't think of that and you know if you're like driving by like the countryside and you see a horse you wouldn't necessarily think like oh well that thing's you know more important than I am, for you sure. You know the little thing swimming around that thing's ball sack? That's worth more than me. Exactly. <laughs> Those things running around that thing down there, worth more than all of us combined. Mm-hmm. So is there heist for, like, the sperm? I, I, I think it's pretty hard to get. I mean, you got to work for it, I think. And it, it, you got to really go for it. <laughs> got some gloves. And I'd assume they keep them locked in those barns, lock them up, just stud them out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maximum security, though. A lot of people tweeted me. I, I put out a pretty clever tweet. I mean, I pandered very much so to get retweets. And we've been talking about this on the last show. Do likes matter on Twitter? I guess they do matter if you're showing appreciations for somebody's brain. Yes. But if you're trying to grow a retweet, is what you're looking for, not a like. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of people started quote tweeting me, telling me that the like doesn't matter. So they're quote tweeting me specifically for that. And I appreciate that. You're mm-hmm. starting to get involved mm-hmm. in Twitter a little bit, starting to get involved. But you can still like my shit if you'd like. You know what yeah. I mean? Just because I don't do it doesn't mean you shouldn't. I mean, shit. I do a lot of things you shouldn't do. For instance, I ate 45 ounces of meat at Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> and I, it, it all came out of me just a couple minutes ago. You should not do what I just did there. But maximum security, I put out a tweet saying, maximum security doesn't even know that his nut just dropped in price dramatically. A lot of retweets, a lot of retweets by people that don't know the horse game. And then all of a sudden, I got these fucking rodeo clowns come flying in. Oh, no. Like, no, he was still the fastest horse out there, so his nut is worth just amount. And that rate makes me question, though. 
Maximum Security was by far the best horse out there. From gate to fucking gate, that thing won. How did they overturn that fucking thing? I don't know how they did it because old Cuzzy got scared and bounced out for. I still haven't heard any like reasoning that makes any sense. We were at a right. place, we watched it, so we didn't even get to fucking hear anything. Mike Tarico was handling it very well, by the way. The the black Italian who was very smooth mm-hmm. was handling it. This was unprecedented. Yeah, never happened before, right? Precedence has been set in this particular case that three humans from Kentucky in a very tiny room watching very, very small monitors can completely decide millions and millions of dollars to not only nutsacks, but the owners and the future runnings of everything. The way he was running, he like cut off two horses on, on the right side, then the left side. I was yep. like, oh, that's so awesome. They should do that more often. Yeah. I find out it's apparently totally illegal. Oh, Robin is racing, I thought. <laughs> that's maybe, what I thought. Maybe let, let old fucking Buckaroo go ahead and go ahead and shave some hoofs off there. You <laughs> know what I mean? that lead. I, a lot of people told me it was jockey air. Oh, really? People told me it was jockey air. User air. Because, yeah, exactly. Because he bounced out human air. Because he bounced out four things. I guess if you go out like one or two, it's okay. He went over four, though. Knocked a one cuzzy into one cuzzy that knocked into 20. That's a great move, to be Somehow honest. 20. I thought so, too. Like, cut him off. Anytime I'm on a go-kart, by the way, yeah. if your motherfucking yeah. ass is coming out, just know you're going to... Banana peel, by the way. That mm-hmm. is Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Classic yep. Mario Kart. They said the young horse got scared, though. Maximum security was a young horse. Heard the roar of the 150,000 mm. soaking wet human beings. We'll talk to talk about that in a minute. Soaking fucking wet out there. I couldn't imagine being in a worse place. I, in my head, it was cold. It was rainy. I guess there was a lot of gambling and alcohol. Those mint juleps taste like asshole. I am sick of those being pushed all over everything. And I got a lot of tweets from the locals that were saying, like, that's how we know if somebody's from here or not. We can charge them triple for something called a mint julep. I've been there, and they have charged me triple for it. And every single time I drink it, I go... They should not be promoting this shit. <laughs> Here we are. They still are. But they said the horse got scared, bounced out, fucking what, 14-minute discussion or something yeah, like that? Yeah, 22-minute. 22-minute discussion, mm-hmm. overturned. I mean, that was insane. Well, I thought it was the way he clipped it, like the foot or the... the well, pushed, yeah, pushed the one out. Yeah. I think it was actually the one horse. I think. And you should tell those rodeo clowns, by logic, he cheated, so he wasn't the fastest one. Oh, so you're saying you're on the side of the other? You're you're on house security side. Yeah, I'm just saying, like he what had to cheat to win. Country so Max. <laughs> house security, <laughs> we'll mix the two. Yeah, simply say, fuck. <laughs> but if they're gonna overturn it, right? That's by logic. Like he had to cheat, so he wasn't the best. So his sperm well, can't he was be still worth fast as much. He was still. They, they're saying he was still the fastest horse by far because he was off the jump. All the way through, he was the fastest horse. that sucks then. I don't know how you overturn that. Well, that's what the issue is. And this is just like with NFL and everything that involves replay. Uh They should tell the commentators what they're thinking so that sets expectation of people listening. I know nothing about horse racing. Absolutely not. I'll bet the shit out of some of these ponies, you know. I know who's supposed to win, who's not supposed to win. They changed it to a sloppy track about three minutes before takeoff, by the way. (laughs) I think that should have been known in advance when it was raining for 48 hours straight. (laughs) Like, well, they keep it sealed here. And I was like, how are they sealing it? Oh, they just rake it? That that doesn't sound like that's a seal job at all. <laughs> like, well, it's been moved from a fast to a sloppy track. It's like, well, anybody with a brain knows that. Go ahead and ask all the fucking blacked out kids in the infield. They've been sloppy for a long time. But they didn't do that until the end. So I don't know much about horse racing. Mm-mm. But you got Mike Tarico and all the people that are experts in there being like, ah, it's never happened before. 
Maximum security was the best horse, the fastest horse. There's no way they'll overturn this. So watching, the expectation now has been set that if they overturn this, this is a wild move, that maximum security does not deserve this, all this stuff. And then wham, out of nowhere, they don't even tell us. We watched the reaction of the country house people flip out. And then Mike Mm -hmm. Tirico goes, oh, I guess it's been overturned. Like You guess. Can I not give a heads up to the guy that's fucking been sitting here for 22 minutes, confused off his fucking ass? (laughs) I think that's just something they got to start doing is start telling the commentators, like maybe just drop it in their ear, like, hey, this could potentially get overturned. So maybe um, let's soften the blow Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. a little bit. Other than that, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I mean, it's just one day of the year. You might as well just watch all the horses you can watch. It was... It was some tough shit that they were cutting to, though. There's this guy named Rutt. I don't know his name. Rutledge. He was with Dale Earnhardt Jr. They cut to him for some Q&As. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking riveting. Riveting. They're going to have like 20, 30 million people watching. Everybody and their mom's watching that thing. Starts too oh. late. East Coast time starts way too late. Well, they start the coverage mm-hmm. really early, yeah, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Which they make you feel like it's going to start at like 5.30 or 6. Yes. It didn't start till fucking 7 o'clock. Right. You're right. I thought it was on at 6. So yeah. at 3.30, I tell Sam, like, hey, 4 o'clock comes. We're going to go ahead and watch these two hours of pony talk. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to watch the ponies run for two minutes. Mm-hmm. We get to 6 o'clock. Mike Tarico's like, a little less than an hour to go. I'm like, what, what the fuck you mean, Mike? What are we going to do? Then we learned the history behind the... <laughs> the trumpet guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. He's talented, by the way. Oh, yeah. Whenever he got the job in 1995, he showed up in jorts and a hoodie. Did he? Yeah, I'm a big fan of that guy. He sucked on a microphone. He, he, didn't, interview, <laughs> he didn't interview Dale Earnhardt Jr. It wasn't great, but you get him on that goddamn trumpet, he really blows. You know what I mean? I'm a big trumpet guy. Yeah, are you? Oh, yeah. That's kind of your thing? Oh, yeah. Who's your favorite trumpet player? Uh, just me and myself. I'm a big trumpet player myself. Mm. Oh, you play. Oh, yeah. So you wouldn't even get credit to, like, Sashmo or Timmy Trumpet yeah, there. So fucking respect for Louis Armstrong. Yeah. I was about to say Louis, if I was going to say one person. CK? First name basis. <laughs> That's Luis. Hey, he's, he's Mexican. Yeah. We did not, I did yeah, not know that. Yeah, show some uh, respect yeah. to that. Louis CK is Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luis. Really? CK. Yeah. So I'm happy, like, white people don't have to take credit for what he was doing. <laughs> Pretty excited to week because we get a bad rap for <laughs> a lot of shit. He's half. What's that? He's half. Okay. I mean, I just learned that the other day. But okay. You've been to the Kentucky Derby, though, Oh, obviously. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it fun? Like, I'm watching. It looks fun. From my perspective, I want to go. I've never been. But everyone I've talked to has kind of been like. Well, it's tough because it's Louisville. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of a small city. But yeah. just like the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, whenever you get in there, it's a good time. Because you're mm-hmm. just amongst a wave of humans. You're all, in, you're all got the same thing in your mind. We're all overdressed. We all look ridiculous. It's very muddy. Mm-hmm. We're all getting very intoxicated and gambling on these horses we know nothing about. Right. Right? So it's a team thing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going for the one. Yeah, fuck it. I'll go for the one, too. <laughs> well, the one's been scratched. Oh, fuck it. We'll go for the number two. Well, two's not in this race. You got to go for the 14. Okay, yeah, fuck it. 14's been running good. I know the owner. I talk to the trainer earlier today. All that shit happens. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's cigars. There's the terrible mint juleps being shoved down your face. <laughs> there's shots everywhere. You're kind of in a wave. But then as soon as it ends, as soon as it ends, you've got 100,000 people filtering out of there. Uh, and there's nowhere to go. Like Because yep. everything's shut down around there. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're walking a good five, six miles afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's quite a sobering experience afterwards. If, you, if you're not set up Especially like... Especially if you lose all your money. To yeah, <laughs> which everybody was doing, right. I guess, this year. But it's one of those things where it's awesome because you're drunk in the party. But at some point it ends. 
And that is the moment that it really hits home. And that's the Indy 500 comparison. Exactly. Indy 500 is the same thing. Everybody in there is having a great time. And then as soon as it's over, it's like, all right, where do we got to go now? Mm. Oh, you got to walk 40 miles due west, and then you'll possibly pick up an Uber if there's any left. (laughs) And then when you get in that Uber, there's 45 roads shut down. So you got to drive to Illinois first before you can get back (laughs) to your house. (laughs) Like, that's exactly what it's like in Louisville. I had a blast there. I've had a blast there numerous times. I have not done the... Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers route mm-hmm. where they're paying ten thousand a seat, and I'm assuming Jeez. that's a great time. Right. I'm assuming they're having an absolute blast up there. They're covered. You can bet right there. You don't have to walk through a long line. You don't have to piss in other people's piss and shit in other people's shit and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But I think one day we'll probably all go and do that. So yeah. you've always been in the infield. Always, yeah, yeah. I'm an infield guy. We went two years ago. We didn't actually go to the race. We went to that party though. We met Guy Fieri, and he was a huge douche. <laughs> That was Nick Moraldo. Uh Statements from Nick Moraldo do not reflect reflect the opinions of everybody. Mm-hmm. I was trying to read yeah, like a Twitter me. bio there, mm-hmm. for like the newscasters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got like fourteen hundred followers and a check mark. <laughs> my opinions do not reflect that of my employer. Our it's teams. like thanks, weatherman. We know you take <laughs> shots of fucking sports. Why don't you relax a little bit? RTs do not equal endorsement. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then some people have like the actual. Yeah, like the equals with the slash through it. <laughs> yeah, relax. That is what retweets me. Yeah. Right. Hey, just for future reference, that is what retweets me. <laughs> Welcome to Twitter, weather man. What's did up? you see that uh, $100,000 toss out of Amendola? I did. I think oh, he was yeah. close, too. It was very, very close. The the night before is a good time. Yeah. Fourth Street Live is a good time. It's like kind of their strip of bars there. It's mm-hmm. all covered in. It gets lit. There's a lot of parties down there. A lot of big money people spending money down there. Horse, the horse community is a big, big money community. So those parties are probably a good time. I've never been to any of them. I went to Hall at the Moon down there night before and <laughs> ended up passed out on a bench outside. <laughs> Got woken time. up by the rain. <laughs> <laughs> then I walked into the infield. <laughs> that was a couple years before me. Uh, Getting woken up by the rain and getting arrested for it, allegedly, of course. Very allegedly. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going down there. Tom Brady's hat was incredible, oh, yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. I like I like what him and Aaron Rodgers do, though. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's like the perfect guy stripper. It's gambling. There's drinking. There's horses. And here in Kentucky, there's not really much else to do. That's a good camaraderie building situation. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And by the way, Danny Amendola hates that or hits that. I'm excited for Tom Brady to potentially pull $100,000 out of his back fucking yeah, pocket. Easily. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just like, here you go, Danny. You've had a rough go on the internet anyways. Here's a hundred grand real quick. Danny Mandola is yet to follow me on Instagram. I thought he and I were friends. We once partied in New Mexico, almost ended up in Old Mexico, and I honestly thought we'd be friends. Mm-hmm. I followed him on Instagram. He wouldn't follow me back. He's got some stuff going on. He uh, He's on the lines now, so things are looking up. Now we're talking, get some mood to Detroit. Yep. Bet you he's jacked. I bet he's so happy. <laughs> Julian Edelman follows me on Instagram. Hmm. I found that out today because I was looking through the photo of Tom Brady and everybody, mm-hmm. and I clicked on it and all the names on there. I'm friends with quite a few people that are in there. I'm like, I wonder if I'm maybe fall into this list someday. You know what I mean? I'm friends with a lot of these people, yeah, like yeah. Lonnie Paxton, okay, long snapper for a long time. Uh, Bomani Jones went after him on ESPN because he was on the far left, and he was like, oh, this guy is a friend of a friend, obviously. It's like, that guy won like three Super Bowls. <laughs> 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 he, was, he was a long snapper, but no, he's like the head of GoPro. I mean, that guy, pretty important fucking guy over there, Bomani. Uh, but I follow him, so I clicked on his photo, and I saw Danny Mandola. I'm like, oh, good old Danny. Man, Danny, have a good time. I click on his, doesn't have the follow follow back thing on her. Hmm. Oh my God. Hmm. I thought we were friends, Danny. So I get out of there. 
and I click on Tom Brady. He doesn't follow me as well. Hmm. Understandable. I mean, he and I really have never talked. <laughs> I think he respects the game, though. If I had to guess, I'd say Tom Brady has heard a story about me, and he goes, I respect that guy. Mm-hmm. Or complete opposite. Uh, then I click on Julian Edelman, and it says follow back right there. And I'm like, Jules, my guy, follow you back. So look for Julian Edelman to make an appearance on this show. Ooh, let's go. Anyway, Super Bowl MVP. I'm the- he is Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Probably the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Won that me little, a lot of money. That little titty grab. Yep. I'd say that. A little titty grab. Not a lot of people love the Julian. Yeah, San Antonio Holmes catch is better. San Antonio's sitting in a bus with me, right in front of me. Good guy. <laughs> I'd say he's a good guy. Right? Good guy. He I actually said guy. to him, hey, great, I actually said to him, greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. So I want to let you know, in his, in his face, I said, greatest catch <laughs> in, in Super Bowl mind, history. He thinks you think that that's his greatest catch. In his mind, he thinks that I said that. On this show, I gassed definitely, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll gas anybody up right to their face, mm-hmm. for sure. Just whether or not they know if I'm fucking with them or not. I think that might be one of my best qualities. We interrupt this incredible conversation to let you know that Pro Flyers is ready to make you look like the greatest son or daughter on planet Mm -hmm. Earth. Let's go. Don't forget to thank the real pros this Mother's Day. Where would you be without your mom? Quick answer. Nowhere. Dead. Real answer from Nick right there. (laughs) Uh, I love my mother, obviously, because Mm -hmm. she gave birth to me. Uh, Also, because she's my number one supporter. Mm -hmm. She's also the lady who decided that she was going to be the one who keeps me humble throughout my life, Mm -hmm. which normally means pointing out most of the things I did wrong throughout my entire life, which made for some very intimate conversations between her and I. And she has now become my number one fan, number one supporter, and lady that I lean to whenever I need to ask a question about certain things in my life. I hope you have this similar relationship with your mother. I hope you and your mom get along very well. In this Mother's Day, what you should do is show her that you love her. Don't be a fucking asshole. You look at me? Yeah. I actually already got my mom uh, some flowers oh. for Mother's Day. Hey, maybe that's the rules of this Mother's Day. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah there you go. I like that. And I don't, this isn't in the script, and we're probably going to get in trouble for it, but I'd like to say this. Pro Flowers and Pat McAfee Show 2.0 say, don't be a fucking asshole this Mother's Day. Take care of the most important lady in your life, mm-hmm. your mom. Uh, I got a chance to send a bouquet to my mother last year. She loved it because there's unique vases that suit every single mom's style. Then simply select a delivery date that you want, and voila, all work is done. You look like a hero. They're happy with the flowers. Mother's Day, just like Valentine's Day, is an effort holiday, and Pro Flowers is here to make sure you don't have to put in nearly as much effort. So easy. So easy Mm -hmm. to look like a hero. Right now, you get one dozen of assorted roses for $19.99. Double the roses and get a premium vase for just $9.99 more. Do the math, Zito. 12 more roses plus a premium vase, just $9.99 more whenever you get one dozen assorted roses for $19.99. Be a hero. Be the greatest son or daughter on planet Earth and visit proflowers.com. Click the microphone in the upper right corner and enter code AMERICA. That's P-R-O-F-L-O-W-E-R-S.com. Click the microphone, because that's what we do. Yep. We talk in the microphones Mm -hmm. and enter code America. Mother's Day is May 12th, so don't wait. Order like a pro and get this amazing rose deal to thank all the moms in your life. That's right. I got to get something for Sam, too, because we got 45 fucking animals here. Mm -hmm. And she's the mom. You know, because she didn't actually birth them, but she has mothers. She cares for them. She nurtures them. I mean, I gave gave catnip the other day, so maybe I'm a mom, too. (laughs) (laughs) Better talk about that? Probably not. 
Now we do. I probably shouldn't in public. Hope we don't ever talk about it again either. Whoa. Oh, is that right now? It's just, it's a bit awkward. It's uncomfortable now. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. I think that's rule number one of life. I feel pretty comfy Free right the now. nipple. I said something terrible about a guy because I thought the walls were a little thicker than they were. He could hear every word I said. I had to go hang out with that guy for four hours. I was told right before I got in there that that guy heard everything I said. <laughs> I was faced with a challenge. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. I walked right in there and said hello to that guy. Told him how big of a fan I was of his. He knew that I knew, and I knew that he knew. Mm-hmm. But for those four hours, nobody knew nothing. No one knew. Because it's only awkward if you make it awkward. I gave my nipple to a cat. It's not awkward. You're making it extra awkward now. You're doubling down on the awkwardness. Did you not just hear the rule that I literally just stated yeah. with research behind it? It's only awkward if you make it awkward. You're making yeah, it awkward. Yeah, but you made it awkward. Who did? You. I think you You are. brought it up again. No, Zito, tell him, please. Yeah, you're making it awkward because you're research making it awkward. Research says. My research. Correct. Yeah. Thin walls. I don't know if I trust your research. Whoa. Not no, no, that no. I definitely heard what I said, and it was terrible. It was terrible. It's true. It was all very true, but I wasn't supposed to know. Uh-uh. Somebody told me something. I said, well, are you kidding me? Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, he definitely just heard you. I said, how do you know? And I heard like a knock on the wall. I was like, is that him? They're like, yeah. Sounds like this is on the, the contractor that built this wall. <laughs> and then we had to go into his room. Four hours. It's only awkward if you make it awkward, Nick. And you're choosing to make this awkward. You ever give your cat a nipple? Don't have a cat. Hmm. Seems like your problem. Do you have a cat? Oh, yeah. Pop cat. Mm-hmm. Say that's not most of the time, but yeah, we have them. You did not give an answer, though. If you had a cat, would you give your cat a nipple if it, had, if it needed No, I don't think so. Really? Not my nipple. What nipple would you give it? Probably bottle feed it. Ugh. Okay, all those things I just said was just to see if you would give your cat a nipple, by the way. I, that whole thing I just did there. Yeah. I didn't actually give my cat a nipple. There's no milk in there. I knew that. <laughs> but you would bottle feed a cat, it's because you're a good guy. Mm-hmm. Look what I just did for you there. Yeah. That thing with the kid, though, did happen. And I did have to sit directly <laughs> next to him for four hours. <laughs> he never talked to me again after that day. <laughs> good for him, though, bottling his emotions for four hours. <laughs> never did talk to me again. I fucking high-fived him the whole thing. I was like, yeah, you're awesome, man. Just less than 30 seconds after screaming some terrible things about him. <laughs> he deserved it. He's a bad guy. Or am I the bad guy? Mm. <laughs> Nick would give a nipple to a cat, though. That's what we learned here today. Mm-hmm. Back to the conversation. I was ready to go to war today at the fucking gas station, wasn't I? Yeah, Pat was. Oh, I, heard really? I was excited. So we go to a sketchy gas station right by the office. Mm-hmm. Called, uh, we, we won't call it what it's called. No. The guy who owns it has a last It's a name. marathon. It's a marathon gas station. Mm-hmm. Very sketchy. Our office is not in the greatest part of town. Block north of the library. If you want some books, head to our area. Want some meth, also head to our area. <laughs> but we lock it in. We have a good time. There's a gas station, though, that's a three-minute walk away that has everything in it. Just most, most hood gas stations, by the way, oh, yeah. are a pharmacy. They're a grocery store. They're everything you need. That's just the way it is. So we head over there on a regular basis. Today, we head over there, and a guy has sweatpants on. And you can clearly see in his sweatpants a gun being underneath the sweats, like in the front there. So I see it as we're walking in. Hmm? A heater. Yeah, yeah. He's got a a pistol. Yeah, Glock. He's got like a Glock. 
tucked in there. Can clearly see it through his sweatpants. It's like, I'm trying to make sure he doesn't see me look at his penis and <laughs> and at his gun. Like, both guns there. The one that Sorry, kills sir. people looking and the one that impregnates people. <laughs> <laughs> right there, right next to each other. So, like, as he's walking in, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a pretty observant guy. I'm like, okay, this guy has a gun in his pants. Great. So we walk in. Standard, by the way, for this guy, Steve. Do not stop me from going in. No, and I was like, no, yeah, no. yeah, this is operating. This is how it goes. <laughs> yep. I get it, man. You do what you got to do. I'm going to come in. Actually, I think I held the door for him almost. <laughs> I was like, yeah, after you, sir, go ahead. So he goes in. He goes to the side of the register where the bathroom is. But also, he was looking at our guy that owns the place. So I head to the back to get my water. And I got my eye on this guy. And I go to the tie. I go, the guy's got a gun. And he goes, uh, who? And I go, the guy right back there. And I, I'm getting excited at this point. I'm like, here we go. This is coming. I'm going to go spear a fucking guy who's holding up a gas station. <laughs> I cannot wait. Everybody's going to see it. It's going to be on 720 HD or whatever the fuck those cameras <laughs> on. You're just going to see a guy come flying in wearing a Natterday's hat. I was going to tell Natural Light they owe me because that shit was going to be everywhere. <laughs> I was going to come in. Spear. Guy just went to the bathroom. Just went to the bathroom. Had my eyes on him the whole time. And then he just walked. I think he even said goodbye to everybody in there. Like, see you guys. Like, see you, man. And he just walked out. I'm like, fuck, son of a bitch. nervous, though? Like, he knew that you were watching? Me? He was like, I can't do it. I don't know. That's something to think about. I mean, I had my sleeve of sodium on, so he saw the arms. I did arms this morning. You really had been waiting for that moment, though. Oh, yeah, forever. Like, 100%. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Just like in this house. Like, I'm just waiting for somebody to walk in. (laughs) Just wait for it. Like, if they shoot me, eh, whatever. I mean, what happens? Oh, he walked in. He said, I got one gun. This guy's got two. Oh, because I was wearing sleeveless. I hear what you said. Yep. <laughs> Big arm day this morning. Big arm day this morning. I had a lot of carbs this weekend, too. So there was a little vascularity there on the left bicep. Mm-hmm. I wasn't playing no fucking games. I was so pumped for it, though. I, really, I told Ty while we were getting water. Ty goes, oh, great. The guy's going to shoot me in the fucking head. That's what Ty said. <laughs> I did. Ty and I had two very different outcomes, outlooks on Well, it. I thought I'd be the one who takes a bullet in the head and then Pat immediately avenges my death. So I, oh, I was okay well. with that, too. You know. Well. <laughs> and for the story, I'm mourning my friend while being a hero. You know what I mean? So it's a, That's a, a beautiful, for one. beautiful tragedy, though. You know? I would I would have asked Singh, the guy that owns the place, to blur out my hat though if they would have given any money. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, like we love natural light, we love Natterdays, mm. but I mean that that's probably gonna go if I fucking yeah, I'd say so. If I fucking Goldberg a guy who's holding up, <laughs> holding up our gas station. Speaking of violent murders, did you watch the Zac Efron Netflix movie? I did the I watched Ted it. Bundy movie? So I know a lot about Ted Bundy. I listened to the tapes. I feel like I know a lot about him. So we didn't learn anything really new about it. Kind of slow, but I did think it was interesting how that girl was. Her life was ruined by him. Yeah. Without us ever knowing that whole story, that whole side of it. And then how about, I don't want to do any spoilers, but he admitted to 30 murders, uh, mostly because of a girl he fell in love with yep. whenever yeah. he was young. And I think I think it's worth the watch. I think Zach Efron did a great job. I, think, I, I love Zach yeah. A lot of cool little character elements in there that were really cool to see. Yeah. I think he did a great job. I'm, I knew nothing about Ted Bundy, so I loved it. Did you? Watch I the, thought it was absolutely insane. Did you watch the doc on Netflix before? No, you no, go no. Back that and, was like my oh, first dude, Ted Bundy. Go thing. back and watch that. I go, loved go it. back and watch that because they show a lot more interviews of him. So, okay. like, it kind of freaks me out how much I know about all these fucking terrible human beings. Well, it's interesting. It it is. Yeah. Like, how does a human act that way? I don't know. <sighs> It's, it's crazy. And he was even a whole other level because he was so normal. Yep. Super charismatic. Mm-hmm. Charming, mm-hmm. they would say. And then Smart. Smart. And then all of a sudden, you just flip a trigger, and all of a sudden, he's got a hacksaw out. See you later. <laughs> See you fucking later. Like without spoiling at the end, do you think that was real, that scene, you think? No, it was quite Hollywood. Uh, I think oh, it was Hollywood. I felt so confident it was real. But I do think she was part of the whole process of getting him to do oh, that whole yeah. thing. You know what I mean? It was crazy, though. I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know that happened. 
I didn't know. I, I thought he was kind of like this lone wolf out there. I was very curious to see what happened to his child. That's what I was gonna. And I, I started googling it and trying to go down a wormhole, she and there was none. The you can't. Name. Yeah, you can't find any information. How about him creating a daughter though? Like he's probably the biggest. Terrorist like there has to be like a lot of eyes on that daughter, right? No, but what I'm saying is he's like the worst guy in the history to women. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think documented. I think a good karma from whichever god you believe in, whether it's Austin Collie, the Jesus one, <laughs> Austin Collie. <laughs> Mormon, you get it. Tom Cruise, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Him getting a daughter is incredible. Yeah, the rumor yeah. too that uh, the person who executed him actually was a woman. Yeah, under the hood. One under a hood, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's what executioners do. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, hide their face just in case. <laughs> just in case the person survives. Yeah, or they just see your face. Was that know. called the um, the one with the guy from uh, P.S. I love you. Oh, oh uh, law-abiding citizen. There it is. The. Um, Gerard Butler. <laughs> That's his name. Good pull. That is his name. I feel good about that. I watched P.S. I Love You one time in a hotel night for a game. Got a bit emotional. That was good. That'll really get you going. For <laughs> it might have been the game. day of the game, actually, because we had a night game. So we were sitting in that hotel all day, and there's nothing else on, so I watched it. I'm just fucking getting emotional. Like He's a romantic four, guy. Four hours from kickoff, and I'm just like, it's oh, a sad movie. Oh my god, it's a sad is it fucked up though that he kept saying letters? Like, yeah, kind of. He was kind of holding her hostage. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Huh. Just like that bunny was doing to this lady. Mm-hmm. P.S. <laughs> I, I killed her. Fuck you. <laughs> but um, the daughter in that one, the guy doesn't ace. die. In that one, the guy doesn't die because they put too much water in the thing. Right? So When they're oh, doing yeah. the lethal injection. Yeah, law-abiding mm-hmm. citizen, the guy doesn't die because they put too much water in the mm-hmm. thing because there's like a science behind it, I yep. guess. So I guess that wouldn't be a time you wouldn't show your face because could potentially live. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, th- I feel like the person should want to be known. Like yeah, it was me, motherfucker. I killed you. Like I think one of the victims should be able. You to should be able to. You should be able to bid like an auction. That's what oh. I think. I've always said this about pedophiles, where there's, if there's beyond reasonable doubt, like if there is so much sentences passed, no more appeals. Like if happening. we know, yeah. oh, cause he did it. Like let's at least raise some money for foundations here. You know what I mean? Like I've said this, Jerry Sandusky should be paraded around city to city. Everybody who had to hear about it, you pay twenty bucks, you get to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, like I don't understand. You, you done for a good stoning? You want yeah, to stone that, him? That's what I would say. Well, I don't want to throw. I, 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 Public execution. Twenty bucks. What do you miss? Uh, no, no, no. You're getting you're getting handfuls of, of rocks for twenty bucks. I don't know. Like twenty bucks. But we don't want them to die, right? Because we want other people to be. Yeah, able, right. We want to take them to another city. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Yeah. Like with Ted Bundy. I mean, he should have had to go from Washington to Colorado to Utah to Florida and let the uh, people, you know, like do their thing to him. That's what I think. Oh, great! I'm probably going to get attacked for not caring about his rights enough, but. I mean, he was. A I bad think you guy. forfeit those rights when you kill thirty people. Yeah, bad so. guy, at least thirty. Yeah, right. At exactly. least thirty that they know of. At least thirty That's people. Insane. I watched Dateline on Friday night too. It was another insane one. It's crazy one. These two guys. These two guys. They were doing it. They were bank robbers. They were fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. They they had masks. Just like we've been talking about mm-hmm. how, because with these cameras, they're all so bad. The 720p we just talked about mm-hmm. for the spearing of the guy with the guns. They're all so bad. If you put on a fake tattoo, you just lead these investigators on a fucking goose chase. That's a good point. These two guys did that. They had masks on with fake tattoos on the yes. next, like a big sunburst tattoo. And they would come in and they would hold up. Uh, they'd walk into people's houses, uh, like CEOs of credit unions. Mm-hmm. 
hold them hostage and say, you're going to go in and take a million dollars from your own credit union in the morning, strap a fake bomb to them, send them in there. They get their own money. They come out. They give them the money. They would take off, leave, vantage, see you later. Who are we looking for? We're looking for a black guy who has a sunburst tattoo here on his neck. Uh, One was a woman. They had a mask on uh, with a lady's thing. They had an altered voice. They kept him blindfolded and put headphones on him and talked into like an auto-tune thing. So every- It was T-Pain. It was, it was, everybody thought, (laughs) but every cop thought the CEO was in on it. Yeah. Because the story was so outlandish. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, the guy came into my house. He put a, a blindfold on me, put headphones on, and then it was like a, a disheveled voice. And then the bomb was a fake bomb. So the cops would like take it off. It's like, this isn't a real bomb. This person you said did what? They never hurt you. They never did anything to you. And they wanted you to take $200,000 from your own thing. Then they would dig into these people's lives. Like, oh, you like to gamble, don't you? Are you in debt right now? Blah, blah, blah. These guys are just living in terror. They're like, oh, I think Jeez. this guy's going to come kill us. <laughs> they went on this eight-month run where they got like $10 million. No, that's way too much. Maybe a couple million. But he just got greedy. Like, I don't know why you would continue to do it. They got arrested, blah, blah, blah. Taxes. But these criminals are next-level intelligent. It never made sense to me. Like, I don't know why they don't. Well, it's like uh, back in the day, I feel like it was so easy to be a criminal, right? You just walk in with a gun, you get the money, you're out. Nowadays, I feel like there's so much work. Mm-hmm. There's so much work you have to put in to be a good criminal. <laughs> you think that's why the guy didn't do it today? Probably. Because there was like eight of us in there. Yeah. So it was, well, it was a Monday. Probably didn't feel like putting in a lot of effort on a Monday. You know? Everybody hates Mondays. It's we tough. should go back tomorrow. I think he's going to go in. He might. <laughs> Be a rainy day, too. Probably wake up in a bad mood. See, I wonder if guys like that think, too, like, okay, well, I'm already going to rob this place. I don't. If it comes to it, I don't want to have to add four or five murders to it. As well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know? Yeah. Murder? You think we die in there? Well, or at least uh, attempted. He's a, well, we weren't the only ones in there. I mean, there were that old lady. There's only one thing dead, and that's the window he was standing right in front of when I spear him. <laughs> <laughs> I am leaving my feet going. And it is weird that I have these dreams of doing this. Yeah, I just, I honestly do. That's why you'll hear me later whenever we talk to Scott Burgeon, uh, the baseball coach that went viral this weekend for his hilarious quips. You're going to find out he was a part of the fucking Vegas massacre shooting. He was there. Mm -hmm. And I asked him about like, how did you react? Because people always say, you don't know how you'll react in this situation. I've honestly just been waiting for one of these situations to happen to see how I'll react. Mostly just to see how I'll react. I'm happy it's never happened. But boy, today I thought was it, Ty. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, if we see that guy again, we'll know. Well, if I see his dick and a gun, I mean, I know that there's definitely a problem. I know there's definitely a problem. Uh, the NHL is still happening. Yep. It's awesome. Uh, Bruins just won. It's going to be Bruins and Carolina Hurricanes. In Stanley the Cup. Conference Finals. Nope. Uh, we got to figure out who's playing right now with uh, San Jose and you. Colorado. And whoever wins that, if San Jose closes that out, they will play in the Western Conference Final. Against who? The winner of Dallas and St. Louis, which will be Game 7 tonight when this airs. Okay, so hockey's still happening. Still happening. Is Boston going to win it all? Uh, I think a lot of people think Carolina might win it all, the way they've been playing. Hey, that guy lost his mind about Carolina not being professional. Good old Don he, Cherry. He was dressed like an asshole, calling them jerks. <laughs> well, who, who does, is this man? guy? Don Cherry. He's like, uh, I'm trying to think of what you can compare him to in the American. Cherry on top. Uh, well, He's like Dick Vitale, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Baby! But a little more outrageous <laughs> yeah. and a little more senile. <laughs> These kids are making no money. Like, I don't know who you can compare him to in football, in the NFL. 
Grigson? <laughs> That's what he sounded like when I was listening. Well, to Jerry him. actually coached, and he was like a decent coach back in the day. So, what happened? Why was he so angry? It's still about the celebration thing. Like, take it easy, bub. You're literally yeah, dressed him, like a jackass. He called them front runners because they weren't supposed to be very good coming into the season. They haven't been good for the past couple of years, and then now they're good and they're selling out the arena. So, you know, they're a bunch of front running jerks down there in Carolina. Well, that's just not how the word front runners works, though. That's not. They only show up when the team's good. You know, it's the fair weather type thing. That's what he's trying to say. Oh, the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fans. Okay, because front runners usually involves players. You know, like these guys only perform whenever they're in the lead. Mm-hmm. They're front runners. Anytime there's a sense of struggle, they kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. But that would make no sense if they are winning and they are that. Like, no, they're just winning at this point. You can only call them front runners once there's a little bit of adversity and they all decide to disappear. Some people would argue that Odell Beckham Jr. in New York was. A front mm-hmm. runner. Some would argue that. I would say he was a great dressed man, just like he was last night wearing a fucking skirt and a cutoff <laughs> at that MetLife gala. <laughs> you were not a fan of that. Huh? You were not a fan of that look, huh? Well, that dude's wearing dresses these days. Is that the new thing? Are we <laughs> was wearing it a kilt? Dr- I, was, I almost got kicked off of a show for wearing tuxedo shorts. And now we just got a bunch of dudes wearing dresses everywhere. Is that the new thing? Well, the Met Gala encourages you to dress like the biggest asshole possible. What is the Met Gala? I'm not sure. I honestly not sure. Like I know the they mo- all take pictures outside, but it's what the gala. fuck happens once it's you get the in there? It's like the most exclusive event in New York. The lady who runs it is like a big time fashion designer, I think, and you have to be invited by her to get in there. So like, no. But what one- happens once you get in there? I, think- I see all the photos, but mm-hmm. what happens inside of there? I think there's like a fashion show, and then I'm sure there's like some sort of like charity fundraiser type thing. I don't know. It's just rich Illuminati. That's, I always thought it was Illuminati guy. I 100% believe that. And then I saw some no-name motherfuckers there dressed mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I was like, that guy didn't get an Illuminati. Mm-hmm. No way. There's one guy, half his face was uh, uh, a woman's makeup. And then half his face was a beard. And then he wore a tux on one half in a dress on the other half. Hmm. I thought it was so creative. Yeah. I really did. I thought it was very incredible. But I looked at it and I was like, I have no idea who that guy is. I used to think this was the Illuminati, but ain't no way Jay-Z's letting that motherfucker in. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said mm-hmm. no. It, no. It's no. just a spectacle at this point, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You think I'll ever get invited to that? Billy McFarlane could probably get you in. What was that? he was selling tickets. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> Frank. What was the name? John. Frank. Frank. New York or something like that. New, York, New York tickets yeah. from Frank. He's cooking something. Sounds incredible. Yeah. Yeah, he's writing Sounds a uh, autobiography right now. No, Frank? Nice. No, no, no. Really not. Oh, I read that one. <laughs> the Frank guy. I, I don't think Frank is. Um, speaking of Frank, that leads me to Adam Sandler. Uh, for this is Frank shirt. Is that, is that, yep. that oh, yeah. Billy Adam Madison? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he did Saturday Night Live. They led off with a family feud that was very interesting whenever you have Adam Sandler there. That's interesting Yahoo. to me. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Chris Rock uh, led off the monologue with a song about being fired from NBC. And then Adam Sandler had a great joke about going on uh, for his movies to make $2 billion or something like that. I'm like, you're fucking right. And I seen the one that probably made you the most money. It was called, uh, what was it called, Nick? The Cobbler. Nope. No. I, I have Sandy. S- you Sandy. probably oh, rather Sandy watch the cobbler <laughs> than Sandy. <laughs> People are crazy. I don't think that's a good movie, though. Sandy Wexler was a great movie. That's what I'm you saying. You think everything's a good movie. I just think you're uneducated if you don't think that's a good movie. Zito's never seen a bad movie in his life. Zito, just for all Oh, no. What was the one movie? We saw it the other day. Yeah. 
It was a bad movie. The Matt Damon. Downsizing. Downsizing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Zito, bad movie. Only one. Zito, tell him it's a bad movie. That's it's a horrible movie, one. Nick. Zito has the ability to hate movies. He yep. only likes good movies, like Sandy. Yep. Two billion at the Zito, too Zito liked the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. The trailer that was no, so I bad. No, I said I liked the, the internet, Coolio song in the background. The internet bullied it. <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. The internet Amazing. bullied the studio into <laughs> taking it back and reworking all the goddamn CGI in the movie because it was so bad. I heard they made that like thing it. a transgender Sonic it the Hedgehog. It did not look good. It's a transgender Hedgehog. He, he's like 6'5". Watch the way you're saying it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, he's super tall. His you keep legs. saying he. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, he, she. It. Yeah, Sonic she. technically isn't it. Yeah. But... It is like six five. I, mean, I want to let you know the the tweet announcing that Sonic the Hedgehog was transgender used the pronoun he in the oh, in the oh, tweet. Oh, oh, someone really tweeted that. Yes, and I was like, oh no, they don't even know what they just got into. They opened the door and then slammed it in the face of transgenders. So Sonic the Hedgehog was a very ugly hedgehog, though. I mean, yeah, it's a fucking hedgehog, good. though. It's hard to fuck up. Is it? Yeah. You look at the video game and you say, okay, let's make that, but here, and they went fucking out here instead. Oh. It makes no sense. Classic. You know? I bet you it'll be a bad movie, unlike Sandy. Good yeah. movie. <laughs> so Adam Sandler and Chris Rock talk about being fired from NBC, and then they take a couple of jabs. I didn't watch the rest of the show. I passed out because I was tired from the horse horses oh, yeah. mm-hmm. being so heartbroken for maximum security and excited for uh, Folger's house. Country House. I'm mm-hmm. so excited for Country House. <laughs> 65 to 1. Jacob Tammy, old teammate of mine. I think he's a part of the ownership. Oh, oh wow. wow. Nice. Oh. I think he is. I don't know. He was either a guest of theirs or part owner. He's really good for him. He was in the fucking winner circle with them. And I was like, good for Jacob Tammy. Um, yeah, I won 500 bucks. I was happy about it. I like that. I had them both. I had uh, Maximum Security and Country House. I'll oh, yeah. You, you did that Alonzo morning gift. Good. It was a good gift, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, mm. It's one of my favorites. Oh, man, things are okay. That's kind of what that gif is. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Well, things aren't that bad. Mm -hmm. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. You tweeted that out because you bet them both. You Mm -hmm. hedged your bets there. See, me and Foxy, we were told by our horse guy in the office, here's a gift from me to you, is what Mm -hmm. he said. Here's a gift from me to you. Improbable is a lock. Gorman says, Medio, pony's been running good. Gift, improbable. Like birthday present. Medio, he does like this chest pat to like my chest, like uh, as if he's like really mean. So I think was, much confidence. I think it was even on my birthday. It did. was. It was on my birthday as a gift for Medio because he didn't give me a birthday gift. Right. So he gave me that as a birthday mm-hmm. gift. So I hammered home improbable. Me too. I, so much confidence. I didn't have a horse. I didn't know who I was going to pick. He no, tells me this. Here we go. Point. I don't know horses. I, I was learning about all these other horses. There's a Japanese horse. They had a 57 to 1 in America, 20 to 1 in Japan. That thing got crushed. <laughs> $10 million they said they made off of that horse from gambling gamblers in Japan. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, they were like, um, what's that place called down there? The, uh, the Derby area. They call it something. The whole thing. The Kentucky Derby happens at Churchill Downs. Nice. Like, Trico uh, was like, the Downs will make $10 million off of this horse <laughs> um, if it doesn't win, by the way, in gambling. And everybody was basically like, mm. uh, the only reason why this horse is allowed in here is so that the entire country of Japan will gamble on it and Churchill Downs can just fucking rake cash. <laughs> they love horse racing over there in Japan, by the way. 
They showed videos. As soon as they open the gates, they sprint in there to get the closest to the thing and closest to the betting. They love it. Like, I think we should almost start sending fucking Maximum House over there to Japan and just kind of clean house out. You know what I mean? Maybe Country House named Clean House fucking over there. <laughs> fucking wipe it out. They absolutely love it. But I hammer improbable. Yep, me too. Hammer it because Gorman, our horse guy, mm-hmm. studies horses, says mm-hmm. he speaks to horses, called himself a horse whisperer at one point. Yep. Only guy I know that cares anything about the fucking ponies. He has a magazine he reads about these fucking horses when they're like a little young two-year-old and the fillies and this and all the other hat horse shit. Literally, he reads it all. And he goes, from me to you, improbable is a luck. Then I turn on the Diplo remix of Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. Guess what's on here? Fucking chestnut horse, which mm-hmm. means orange horse. Because they had a black horse, which was uh, Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. White horse was Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And then Diplo gets in there like orange horse. Add him to the song's cover Ginger art. horse. Yeah, it's a ginger horse. Improbable is a ginger horse. So between the lock from our horse guy, yep. Gorman, to Diplo's new remix, it's an average remix, by the way. I think we could have made the remix. Can you remix it and add another horse on there yourself? I think so. You want a Cuban horse on her? Yes, please. A right, cigar in his mouth? I think a gold horse. Oh, take it easy. Oh, pull Mustangs? Maybe. Purple? A couple golden ponies. I think it was a golden ponies. Maybe we put a Cuban horse on her. I don't know how we do that, but we'll figure it out. We'll put a Cuban horse on her, make a remix. We could do more to the remix than Diplo did, by the yeah. way. It was just, he put a couple of ringtones underneath. Smart by him, though. Just Smart. Get, get it. in there. He'll yeah, do the exactly. festival. He'll play it. Exactly. Oh, this is my remix. Yep. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. So I was like, it's a lock. I go ahead and hammer Improbable. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of the action. I sit through two hours of nonsense telling me Improbable <laughs> is going to be good. Mike Tarico talking about it. And then all of a sudden, Maximum Security, wire to wire. And all of a sudden, his country house sneaks in. And then in the fucking group text, yes. you start getting people bragging about hammering country house. Fucking Gorman's like, I told you, boys. Yep. Fucking told you. <laughs> yep. I'm like, who'd you tell? Like, Wait a second. Who did you? I FaceTimed him. No answer. I FaceTimed him again. No answer. Wow. I FaceTimed him a third time. No answer. All I'm doing is in a group text. I'm reading Gorman go, I knew it. I knew it. I hammered it. I told you guys. Me and Fox, you're like, no, you did not. Unbelievable. No, you did not. And then fucking Frank sticks his nose in there. I, I felt bad Italian about nose. that. Yeah, well, do I you? did. I did. I feel because I was there. I heard him tell you to take Country House, but I didn't hear the other conversation about the gift and the lock of improbable. Well, which, you can get, did you sense the actual when I said "fuck you, Nick"? Oh room? yeah, I felt it. I, I was like, so I was hard. like, oh, that's, that's some vitriol. <laughs> There's some anger behind that one. What happened? Yeah, because you sucked your nose and or something. Then, and nothing to do they with. They were like, they were like, no, no. Gorms told him. They, they told. I was like, oh. No, no, but you stuck with it. You came back for another yeah, round. And I was well, like, because I, I, I almost FaceTimed you, and I was like, hey, Frank, you need to shut the fuck up in this group <laughs> right now. I, I'm about to burn this whole thing. Because I was like, I was like, I heard Gorman say country house. I was like, am I the only one that heard that? I was standing around. I heard Oh, they're just throwing out horse info. I'm going to take it. Well, I mean, there's fucking 45 horses in that race. Gorman said they're all going to win. <laughs> yeah, 38 of them. said they're all going to win. If it makes you feel any better, I took improbable, too, because of your tweet. But maybe that's not. also why he lost. And he only picked improbable because of our fucking horse guy. Because our horse guy. So once I saw the Diplo thing and I heard the horse guy, I'm like, Dun-dun. I was just looking for reasons for our horse guy to be right. Mm-hmm. Then I see the Diplo thing. I'm like, boom, here's the reason. It's a, The world is coming together. The stars are aligning around this fucking ginger horse. Horse guy does his research. Not sure what else he does. Reads horse things. He's only going to tell me the truth. And then all of a sudden he's flexing in the group text. Told you guys. Told you. So when stuff go down the group text, are you guys okay that I'm the gift guy in there? 
No, I, I just, like you can add a little uh, good stuff in there. Okay, I was making sure. Tim McAfee's in that group text. Now. I know. Can you imagine his phone just blowing up? <laughs> I didn't have his number. Whoa! Yeah, I don't know Jesus. how. I didn't have it though. The disrespect. Uh, Block that put together an incredible golf tournament. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. The best. Let me tell you about this golf tournament. First one we ever put on. I hate golf tournaments. I've talked very openly about I hate them. I hate the amount of it takes to set them up. You got to mm-hmm. look out for this. You got to look out for that. You got to do this. You got to get okay as this. You got to shake these hands. You got to kiss these babies. You got to do this. These sponsors. Because you're just going to want some regular outing. No you know, way. You're right. going to have some awesome stuff lined up. No, if you're going to travel, which people traveled from. Yeah. Tennessee, mm-hmm. North Carolina, Ohio, Illinois. People traveled Michigan. all over the place. Michigan, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, I think. Yep. There was an incredible collection. And Tim McAfee, uh, Samantha Ludi, and you guys, everybody worked. It was it was put together in an incredible fashion. And the humans that came to the golf outing were top-notch, ready to have a good time. Yep. Mm-hmm. People were there to party. It rained a little bit. It was a little chilly early. The sky broke, though. God recognized something good was happening. The helicopter drop happened. I mean, it was just an immaculate day. I got to shout out a couple groups, though. Mm-hmm. This group from Michigan mm-hmm. looked like a bunch of slappies. <laughs> Some of the best golfers I've ever seen. They yeah, were incredible. They were very good. They hustled the entire operation. One of them showed up with a ridiculous hat yep. and a crazy flow. This other guy had baggy pants. They just looked bad. And they shot 22 and a half under. And they were having a good time while doing it. Partying very hard oh, with yeah. a lot of music. They were some of the most, a lot of other teams that we know were like, oh, those guys were cheating. I was like, no, Foxy and I played a couple holes with them. They were throwing actual darts at the hole. Like Bombing drives, too. Two. 220 out, just landing it within 10 feet. Not just one in the group, too. Like, three, four of them surrounding the hole at all times. Incredible golfing. I have never seen it. Mm-hmm. Then these boys from Tennessee came <laughs> on. <laughs> my boys. Wearing Hawaiian T-shirts. Great, guys. <laughs> these dudes, big-time fans of the show. Very thick. By the way, everybody that came, I feel like fans of the show. We're yeah. so thankful for all of you. Very appreciative. There's just a couple people that stuck out doing ridiculous shit. These Hawaiian shirt guys showed up. Standing off by themselves a little bit. This is a very nice golf course. Broadmoor Country Club. If you ever get a chance to play it in Indiana, play it. Place is beautiful. Very and the nice. people let us in there. They I don't know if they'll let us ever again, but I mean we we brought that shit down a couple notches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking of, these Tennessee guys show up. <laughs> Khaki shorts, Hawaiian shirts. They show up at the beginning. Ty Schmidt looks at them, very straight face. And goes, well, those guys ain't shooting anything less than a 250. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nothing less than a 250. Yep. There was 80 people that um, competed in a putting contest for $5,000. Mm-hmm. Came down to one person for a 50-foot putt for $5,000. And one of the fucking Hawaiian shirt kids buried it home for five grand. <laughs> buried it home for five grand. So that's how the golf outing started was this kid burying it. The, everybody was cheering for him, too. That's how we knew it was a good crowd. Place was going crazy. Crowd erupted, and the guy said he's never seen that in his life, the $5,000 putt. Yeah, the guy at the golf course that mm-hmm. was hosting the, the $5,000 yep. putting contest. Normally, it's just a waste of money. Everybody just dumps their money in. Because a 50-foot putt is a scratch-off. I mean, yes. it, it, no matter how good One in a hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a scratch-off. This dude fucking knocks it home wearing a Hawaiian shirt, already four or five beers deep, yep. each one of them. Basically, everybody at the outing was a shout-out Anheuser-Busch for free beer for the entire thing. Everybody was just hammering beers already. They knock it home. Celebration kicks off. Everybody's happy. Then we start seeing the groups kind of mosey out onto the course. And I'll tell you what. 
There was a shit show out there. <laughs> we ran through the 35 donated cases of beer within the first two and a half hours. Yep. We only had 24 teams. Mm -hmm. You start doing the math, that's about a case of team pretty quickly, <laughs> plus another 11 on top of that. Yeah. Everybody was just pounding alcohol and playing golf, and we can't thank them. Uh, there was this little tiny guy on the Hawaiian shirt team. He was the worst golfer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Kid did not deserve to ever hold a golf club. No. But he was quite he was the director of morale for yeah, the smart team. plug. He was, he was awesome. He was the smart plug of the team, brought him around. We had a putt, because uh, Fox and I traveled around and played a, a hole basically with every team. We kind of just bounced around, hit a couple shots of everybody when we were playing with the Hawaiian shirts. It was awesome. We watched a little guy hit the ball backwards yeah. in the middle of the fairway. It was fucking defied science. I, I don't know how he did it. We get up to the green, though, and there's a putt. I'm like, all right, somebody makes this putt. We got to chug a beer. Little guy who is blacked out drunk at this point. He's tiny little guy. He's obviously just been slamming beers. I 100% bet I'll make that. I 100% bet I'll make that. I 100% bet I'll make that putt. I'm like, all right, I 100% bet that I take that bet with you. I 100% it. He's like, I 100% bet I'll make that putt. He walks up there. He puts the fucker off the green. <laughs> I mean, he puts the fucker off of the green. I mean, I thought I was like going to be like, oh, this guy's here for putting. He just hit one backwards in the middle of the fairway. He's definitely here for the thing. I 100% bet I make that putt. I 100% bet it. Yeah, bet Puts it off the fucking green. It was one of the most magical moments and basically summarized the entire day. Yes. It was just a bunch of false confidence out there. People having a great time. And I can't thank everybody enough. Uh, for raising a lot of money for the foundation. And shout out to Tim McAfee pulling it off. Honestly. Shout out job. Tim. Seriously. He planned that thing for a couple months. And then about 48 <laughs> hours beforehand, we changed just about everything. <laughs> Added like six new things to it. I mean, he really laid the foundation. You just kind of put a couple yeah. finishing touches on uh, some of the stuff at the top. And that, sound, that foundation was not made in sand. That oh, was in brick. No. Mm -hmm. That was in marble, some would say. We interrupt your previously scheduled program to let you know that Charlotte's web is offering a unique offer to listeners of this show. Go to charlottesweb.com and enter code pad at checkout to get 10% off your order. Don't forget to enter code pad at checkout to get 10% off. Some exclusions apply. See website for details. Pat, what is charlottesweb.com and why are we going there entering code Pat and getting 10% off our order? Basically a steal, by the way, 10%. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Well, Charlotte's Web. <laughs> Hemp's phytocannabinoids like CBD, also known as cannabidiol, work with our endocannabinoid system. Okay? Of course. Let me start putting something together for you here. Please, Please do. Yeah. All Please right? Do. It's an easy, easy thing once you start thinking about it. Hemp's phytocannabinoids like CBD, cannabidiol, work with our endocannabinoid system, a network of receptors in the bodies of all mammals that helps us maintain healthy balance and overall well-being. Wow. Okay? While there are many reasons people love and take Charlotte's Web, a few of them are improved focus. Ever heard of it? Help with everyday stresses, ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. And recovery from exercise-induced inflammation. For those just getting started with Charlotte's Web, many feel an overall sense of relaxation. So this, too, might be an ideal supplement for your nighttime routine if you can't mm. sleep. Mm. Huh? Maybe shut the brain off with your friends for Charlotte's Web. 
How do you know you're recommending the best hemp extract with CBD to your friends and family? You should ask these questions. Does the manufacturer control every part of the process from soil, seed, to shelf? Are there quality controls verifiable? Is is it hemp extract oil, not hemp seed oil? Very huge question. Is it more than just CBD? A broad spectrum of phytocannabinoids is more than just CBD. Charlotte's Web contains fragrant oils called terpenes that bind to receptors in the human body and carry a variety of health benefits. Mm -hmm. Charlotte's Web whole plant extract is more than just CBD. So yes, you are getting CBD, but you're also getting an entire array of phytocannabinoids that kind of hook up with your receptors in your body. Mm -hmm. You stress less. You focus better. You relax with ease. And that's why Charlotte's Web is the perfect tag team partner for you and I. You see. Because it's more than C, B, D. Oh! Cabinoid. If any of these statements are made, must include legal statements saying, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But... From self-research, like the men sitting in this room right now, we can tell you that Charlotte's Web 1,000% has made our life better. Mm -hmm. That's why you need to go to charlottesweb.com, use promo code PAT, and get 10% off. It's time to dive into the CBD world. And when we say CBD, we're talking about more than just CBD. This is everything you could possibly need in your phytocannabinoid world. Charlottesweb.com. Promo code PAT. 10% off. Uh, the NBA. The NBA is still happening? Yes, sir. What's going on in there? Um, the Bucks beat the Celtics tonight. Well, last night, sorry. So they're up 3-1, so the Celtics are pretty much dead, which means Kyrie Irving probably gone after this season i was told he's going to the knicks Kyrie yes. Irving's going to the knicks that, with kevin durant who's already moved his business to new york yep that is correct kevin durant is going to the new york knicks with Kyrie irving and they could potentially get the lottery right exactly and get the zion exactly so, so then it's zion kevin durant and Kyrie irving in yep, new york yep. and that asshole owner gets a chance to be relevant <laughs> oh fuck that guy yeah literally i think that's what everybody says but it's good for the knicks it's good for the NBA. For good the for the NBA. The Knicks haven't been good in so long. Yeah. Have the Nets been good? Has anybody in New York been good? No. Well, the Nets made the playoffs this year. They did. They did, finally. But but no one, in, I mean, it's the Knicks are bust in yep. New York. Yep. Madison Square Garden also hellhole, I guess. So, I mean, let's make sure that a good team's played in it's there. It's old, yeah. It is, but it's the Mecca. Mm-hmm. Got to have exactly. a little respect with that. Exactly. So, the NBA is still happening. NHL is still happening. Kentucky Derby is a sham. Mm-hmm. The maximum security, the best horse in all the racing, said it won't be going to the Preakness because a triple crown isn't an option anymore. Not going to win triple crown. What the fuck are we running for? Mm-hmm. I respect that. Do you? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, maybe not because it's a horse and that's kind of what he's uh, you know meant to do is like running three races a year. But, hey, you know, you can't be the uh, Can the that horse champion. run again next year? Uh, I think so. It was young I, horse, they said. I, I don't know. Are they, are they going to stud it now? Because that makes more sense to me. But what if he goes and wins the fucking derby next year? Then he technically if, won. If he can still run it, yeah, I'd do that. And can you stud in the meantime? What does that mean? I mean, there's... Fuck. That means... F- what are you talking about? Was stud? That a- stud means fuck? 
Do you know anything about horses? Get this guy out of here. This is horse talk, bro. I don't know anything about horses. Come on, man. Did you not watch Kentucky Derby? I did. Homeward Bond won. That's just not accurate. Who won? Country House. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Homeward Bound, by the way. (laughs) That's a good movie. Great movie. You and I are on the same page. (laughs) What was a bad movie? Uh, downsizing. What was another great movie? Sandy. Fucking right, Nick. Take, Take a hike. Two break. billion in the box office. Puppet Adam Sand. Who? This guy. What, what do you mean? mean? <laughs> <laughs> was not planned. <laughs> Here's a puppet. You watch this video and listen to this video on the internet. You're gonna laugh at it. We got a chance to talk to a guy that broke the internet on Sunday. Game of Th- oh, how was this Game of Thrones? I loved it. So I thought it was I. great. So did I. I thought it was, it was a great bounce back for a lot of people that didn't like the last episode. You know, a lot of people very critical of it. I understand that. But Big I episode for Starbucks. Great, great yeah, bounce back. That was wild. Yeah, how how'd the cup end up in there? Just They just missed it. Editing. Who gives a shit? I, I don't <laughs> think the producers do give a shit. I think they, this they last don't. season they're just trying to get it done. <laughs> I agree. They're so ready for it to... You know, and it's just the cool thing now for everyone to, like, bitch and moan about it on Twitter. I like, agree. that's just what's in, you know? like that. It's they're becoming a wrestling crowd. It's yeah, become way, Exactly. It's become way too popular. You can't please everyone, right? Yeah. So there's always going to be a vocal minority and or majority what do I say? Off. Sign 100 autographs. But somehow your pen breaks for the one person, 101, mm-hmm. and you got to leave. That one person is going to be louder than those 100 people. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Game of Thrones run into a loud, 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 pissed off person problem on Twitter. People are just morons. There's there's two episodes left. The next one's going to be fucking insane. All out war. That's battle. what I've been saying this yeah, whole time. Exactly. Like, Yo, this yeah. next one's going to be the one. You knew that episode I actually marked five. it on my calendar. Because you've been saying that. Well, I, well what's, what's his face? Those two guys that wrote this thing that said they want to go and do other things? David mm-hmm. Benioff and D.B. White. They said, mm-hmm. hey, Pat, when you see a Starbucks cup, know what's coming after that? It's an indicator? Fucking madness. Bingo. There you go. And exactly. I said, you got it. I said, who's going to be involved there? Cersei? Cersei? Cersei, yeah. Cersei's going to be involved, it. right? Yeah, so they're oh, like, yeah, yeah, you throat. got it. You okay there? Huh? Cersei, yeah, you okay? Your throat? To be honest, I didn't know if it was Cersei or Cersei. Cersei, you got it. And I got the, the author actually pronounces it the way that you did the first time. Look at you. Well, I read the so, book. Yeah. I read it's the impressive. book. impressive. I haven't been able to watch all the movies, but I read all the books. Yeah. And I don't think I get enough credit for that from our listeners who one person told me he almost vomited listening to me talk about Game of Thrones. Ugh. Sorry, I've read every page of the book. And of the scripts. Go fist yourself. You know, when I see and hear other people (laughs) vomiting up as much information as you did, it makes me want to vomit, too. That's what I'm saying. When when you know this much about Thrones, and you're this hard-on of a Throner, Mm -hmm. sometimes people can't handle it. You think you've spent your life watching Thrones. Try reading every book and script. (laughs) And then get a heads up from old Cuzzy when Starbucks comes, when the latte comes. Uh Venti. Not a medium. Venti. Madness awaits, my friend. Right there in Westerloose. Westeros. Westeros. Speaking of, so this show has been on for what ten years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like only a couple though, because time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. But imagine <laughs> waiting, investing ten years of your life into this show, and with two episodes left, uh, you go read the spoilers on the internet like Zito did. Oh my boy, Zito, tell me what's about to happen. Anything good? Should I watch this? I thing? can't. I can't say it. I'm against. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Spoiler etiquette. I will fucking I would... cut your head off with one of those right, Game of Thrones swords you have in the office if you spoil oh, anything. Oh, Bundy, executive producer. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Pam McAfee Show 2.0. Um, when I start seeing things, I start reading. I just got to keep reading. That's what they say about you. Avid reader. Yeah. Avid I just can't stop. Reader. Yeah. 
Your advanced reader score is through that. You got so many fucking. It's actually negative, but box yeah. tops. <laughs> Remember, you went to fucking uh, Great America, Six Flags. Oh, yeah. A lot of box. Good tops. times. I can't wait for fucking Aria to go go, go ape shit. She probably will. All I'm gonna say is. You got two episodes left. Just fucking enjoy it, because there will never be anything like this on TV again. Ever, ever. No, just, no show with as big of a budget. No way. As like planned out battle scenes, we'll never see it again. Ever. By the way, I also heard her name's not Arya. Yeah, it is. Arya, Arya. It's Arya. Arya. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm just telling you what people tweet me. Yeah. How do you even How do you even pronounce that in a tweet? Right. Uh, they, they spell it out, yeah. Like, just like, oh, Kariki was spelled out on the draft card. Zito, big phonetic guy. Big, yeah. I want all my ad reads to be phonetic from now on, if you could send that on. Zito has a top five worst read job of all time at the end of the show. <laughs> if that won't make you stick around, I don't know what will. This guy went viral this weekend. We got him on the horn and got a chance to talk to him. And boy, once you start peeling back the layers of the onion, shit gets real serious. Mm. Yeah, it does. R- real serious. That's at Texas Roadhouse. I had 45 ounces of steak. What'd you get? <laughs> I had the two bun ins, ribeyes, oh, and then a rack of ribs. Two. 45 ounces? That's so much. <laughs> oh, you can't have rolls, though, can you? <laughs> no. Yeah, so you kind of have to go big on the meat. Yeah, my butthole's just been leaking. I bet. I can imagine. Tonight's going to be a long one. Let's go ahead and mail it in tonight on sleep. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and plan on spending it all at the toilet. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be attacking that toilet with the vigor of a man who's never been on the toilet before. That toilet is going to remember the fucking name, Pat McAfee, after tonight. Do you stretch like between shits? Like, how do you? How does that work? Because my my feet start to get like the little uh, the bulky thingy. Fall asleep. Yeah. You just got to shake it off. The pokey thingy. Yeah, it feels like pins and needles. <laughs> That might be the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw your gift today, your video. You're, you're dancing away from all that stuff. Yeah, I'm dodging it. How much are you up since the weight loss? Ah, uh, north of 60. <laughs> Boy. I believe more? it, by the way. Snickerdoodle cookies, 9 a.m. Uh, I can see how they look bad now. It's a small <laughs> child. I, I have to institute... Yeah, it's like a 13-year-old he yeah. gets. I have to institute another weight loss challenge strictly to save Zito's life <laughs> and his wardrobe. He's, he's going to have to yeah. buy a whole new set of clothes again. Mm-hmm. And it's... <laughs> he bought... It's next level, like dude. $300 jacket at the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> With no brand on it. With no sleeves. No sleeves no and no brand. brand. Uh, and then he gave the receipt to Phil <laughs> and wanted reimbursed for it because he was working the fucking outing for the foundation. You can see how I, that could be used. For a reimbursement. He, he's a $300 rain jacket with no sleeves. <laughs> Bro, he crumpled it up and threw it at Phil and said, I'd, I'd like reimbursed for that. And Phil goes, for what? And then he opens and he see, Phil sees the price and goes, what is this? So he was like, my rain jacket. <laughs> I got a member discount, though. It's like a rain vest oh. with no brand name on it. It's just a blue. It's a garbage bag. You bought a blue garbage bag with a <laughs> zipper on it. Hundred and eighty nine dollars. $189.99 is what it was after the fucking member's discount. It wanted reimbursed on his next paycheck. Unbelievable. I can see how that looks bad though. <laughs> I should have told the guy about this. Hear what he had to say to you. You're gonna enjoy this character. Hashtag endgame, hashtag endgame. 
Just need some positive thoughts through the morning because I'm probably not going to sleep much. Tonight it's going to be me in that toilet. Probably be texting Ty throughout the evening. Ask him how it's going with the editing because I'll be up with him. Appreciate that. But just send me and Ty some motivational thoughts to get through a Tuesday. It's going to be a long one. I was supposed to fly to fucking L.A. with Evan Fox Mm -hmm. about a potential test shoot of a new game show. Mm. Involves a human taking on a grizzly bear. (laughs) And I was potentially going to be running play-by-play for that. (laughs) I love the tender meat. Hey, sometimes you get the bear. You get the horns. Nope, that's a bull. But sometimes the bear gets you. Oh, yeah. Happens to you all the time. (laughs) Bear gets you every fucking time. Just depends on what bear it is. Is it the reading bear? Yep, it's going to fucking get Zito. The food bear. The food bear gets you all the time. Cookie bear. Winnie the food bear. (laughs) The cookie bear. Yeah, but I was supposed to potentially go that. They wouldn't have fly me coach. Middle seat. Uh, So we're off on a bad start here. I thought about it, though. I said, is there... I said, I need to know the chances of me getting this gig. Because I've flown around the country before to shake hands. Right. And all of those, we have fallen completely flat on our face. Yeah. I'm talking about racking up thousands of miles to shake hands with people to potentially get a gig that could possibly be two minutes on TV. <laughs> and they've all gone to nothing. So this one kind of intrigued me a little bit. A grizzly bear and a human yeah. competing? I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Bear Don. Hey, precious. You will not get a refund. <laughs> your refund will be escaping this death trap with your lives. Everybody panic. That's what I was excited for. What was his, uh, what was his safe word? Spumoni. Oh, I'm so excited. The amount of things I could have said about a bear and a man. I could have really <laughs> went with. I was excited about it. I was told there's less than a 15% chance. Oh. And then that was my agent speaking. So that means probably less than a 5% oh, chance. They God. tacked on another 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My agents told me that when they mentioned my name for the gig, they said, that's quite an inspired recommendation. <laughs> oh. I said, what does that mean? Like, they're inspired to hire me? You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> that means like, uh, like, uh, like uh, a very off-the-wall choice for us to even offer you up. This is going to be very interesting then to see who gets it. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll probably never, this thing will never see the light of day. <laughs> oh, I bet it'll be very uh, just electric. Whoever yeah. gets. Not going to make it past pilot season. <laughs> oh, my God. That man just ran an obstacle course. Yeah. I'll be honest. If, if for somehow, some way, I was offered the host, I don't know if I would have sat in the middle class seat to fly there. What if, what if there was a less than 5% chance of you getting the job, though, on a Tuesday Midweek, mm-hmm. you run a company, you get a chance to sit in an E seat on the way to LA, mm. just a quick four and a half, five hour flight <laughs> to potentially sit in a room and read about a guy taking on a bear. <laughs> hey, would you do it? Hey, weather's really nice out there right now. Though. Hey, oh. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that the weather's nice. I bet you I would have crushed it though, guys. We oh, could no turn that 5% right into a 10%. <laughs> yeah, right. I was never getting that gig. I think my agents just tell me that they're going to fly me coach, middle seat, just wherever they know I got a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we got this big Grammys, huh? Maybe potentially talking to Grammys, huh? They're going to fly you middle seat to coach. Oh, you're out, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Every one of those meetings, too, we'll we'll walk out after and be like, that went really well. And then I'll kind of just look at you and you'll be like, yeah, nothing's happening. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Absolutely nothing's happening. It's been 15, 20 meetings like that. Yeah, 100%. Just walk in. 
Here we go. Good conversation. Fluff, fluff, fluff. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you guys are so smart. That's great. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'd love that. That'd be a lot. That'd be a blast. I think we'd probably do a lot of things with that if you let us have the opportunity. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, you get back to us. Of course you will. I saw us on a fucking casting couch. We make maybe $5,000 a day. That's awesome. You'll call us? Cool. We'll get out of here. Well, let's hop on a plane and fly to the other side of the fucking country <laughs> so we can do that again. I'm happy they saved us that flight. Yeah. But that man bear pig show is going to be good. Probably. I hope it makes it on TV just see who gets a job. <laughs> Fucking Tim Tebow hosting it. I'll love it. I'll watch Has it. Has that thing been canceled? Yeah. Don't you ever. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it on TV. What was it called? Million Dollar Mile, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, it's good. What was that? It's good. Like good as in canceled? No, like I haven't seen it, but like it seems good. <laughs> exactly. In okay. theory or... Yeah. Like, in theory, it sounds good? I'll never run a mile, but it seems pretty cool to run a million. Have you watched anybody attempt to run a mile with Tim Tebow hosting it in that show? No. I did one time. Did you? Yeah, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I watched one. Haven't checked in since. Haven't seen it since. Haven't seen an ad for it since. That's what I'm saying. I think it got yanked. Well, LeBron didn't make the playoffs, so the show got pulled. That's a good point. Unless Bear Grylls is hosting a Man Bears Bear show over you, I'm disgusted. Or Mike Dick. That's the only choice. If Mike Dick is hosting because Bears, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, me too. If Bear Grylls is hosting, by the way, if they're we, they told us the name of the show and then said we'll get back to you. I and you. then in our office, we cooked up what the show was <laughs> in our heads. Well, oh my God, you and Bear Grylls are going to be doing what? I was like, I don't know. I'm excited for you. You remember what he did with Marshawn Lynch? Yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a lot like that. All right, we get the call back and it's completely different. And they were like, uh, I mean, man, I think I even asked. I think I even man, asked, like, Bear? is Bear Grylls going to be there? I'll fly middle seat if Bear Grylls going to be there. They're like, no, Bear, like actual Bears back. I, I was like, oh, okay. That must have been us just talking. That must have been us. <laughs> Bear Girls didn't sleep in hotels while he's pretending to sleep out in the wilderness for me to fly Whoa. in the middle seat, okay? Whoa. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love that. Cafe, bro. I love what you did. I'm Team Bear. I'm not Team Survivor Man. We've been through this before. I don't mind Survivor Man either. He plays on a fucking harmonica. He really gets it going. Mm-hmm. He's boring. Out there just shooting. Conor McGregor sang that song good? Everybody was like, Conor McGregor could really sing. You see that video? You think he sang good? I didn't really want to watch it. I've had just about enough of Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is why you stopped? Because yeah. he was on a microphone in the Yeah, just, I saw him standing right there doing his thing with the people in the crowd, and I was like, all right, I'm out. I don't want to hear it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon did not deserve that. No, I know. I Hey, listen, no one was a bigger Jimmy Fallon guy than me. He's just. Do you have a Jimmy Fallon impression? Oh my God! So great! It's so, it's so great! It's hilarious. it's hilarious! He just does that on repeat for an hour and a half every single night. Ask ask for two shots of whiskey because that's what he did in that video. Can I get two shots of whiskey? It'd be great. I and mean, we got one for Connor. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. So funny. <laughs> that is what it sounded like a little bit. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, and he, then he was impressed by Connor singing, which the internet was as well. I it, thought he sounded pretty good. I wouldn't know. Jimmy Fallon taller than Connor McGregor. Really? It looked like in that video. I saw Conor McGregor in person. Tiny guy. Where'd you see him in person at? Miami. Oh, yeah, you saw him oh, right after that? He, that was uh, when. Fox. Oh, <laughs> Foxy. PF, post Fox. You changed after you saw fucking Conor McGregor. Come on. I shouldn't have brought it up. Well, you did, though. I almost went up to him. And then I decided it's Conor McGregor. I shouldn't go up to him. 
Cool story, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pivot somewhere. Wait, isn't Jimmy Fallon like six foot four, like six six? Or like no that? way, what? dude. All, all those, those people, people, like a gigantic. All those people. That's oh, Conan Conan. Brian. He's billed as six one. That's on me. Hey, if I ever get in WWE, by the way, they better bill me as six two, six three. Oh yeah, six, six three. three. Fucking, I'm six six. <laughs> six, six seven. <laughs> Dude, they, Give me some of them boots, they guys. Used to, they used to build a big show when he first came in the WCW. It was like 7 9 6 60. I remember watching that. I was like, this guy's fucking huge. <laughs> Captain Insana. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was wild. Hey, there's another great movie by Adam uh, Sandler. There's another great Adam Sandler movie. Two billion at the box office. Fucking Lauren Michaels. Fucking firing that guy. Huh? Oh, that Chris Farley tribute. Oh yeah. yeah, we've seen that before. I've seen that Chris. Yeah, Farley he tribute he before. did that uh, at like his last stand up, right? Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. I'm big. He's coming to Indianapolis. I'm gonna go check him out. I'm Sandler huge. is. Yeah. When? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but he is coming to Indianapolis. I'm gonna go check it I'm out. I'm all in. We got all the fucking luminaries coming here this summer. Yeah, good. Tim dude. Allen's coming in June. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's coming <laughs> in June. He's gonna be great. Todd says his stand up's hilarious. I wouldn't know, but I assume it You're is. You told me. Todd likes Tim Allen's yeah, stand-up. Yeah, I know. That's, what is his water wet? But <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited to see it. I got tickets. He's going to crush. I assume so. You don't make seven sitcoms that are successful and not be funny. Yeah. I mean, people try no, it all the time. Look at fucking terrible. Raymond. Everybody loved, loved him at one point. Yeah. Now he's dead. I'd be okay if the price of admission was just him doing like a table read for an episode of Home Improvement. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Jill. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love I'm it. I'm going to go fix so my car funny. in a garage. <laughs> Tell JTT not to do anything stupid. <laughs> I loved Home Improvement. I grew up on that show. That was the best. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Who? Detroit. Yep. Is well, it really based on Detroit? Yeah, yeah. that's the opening credits, you got the Detroit Lion double XL shirt or whatever it yeah. is. Team yep. property. Yeah. Love that show. Oh, I'll see my married kids. <sighs> that's not the name of that either. Love What's it called? Married, married with children. Oh, same love thing. and the marriage goes together like a horse and carriage. This I tell you, brother, you can't have one without the other. Tone deaf Zito. Deaf Zito. That's a good. That's a good show. Too. Oh, I love that show. Paul Bundy, <laughs> Al Bundy. Uh, <laughs> let's get to our fucking guy. <laughs> this video went viral. Uh, we'll lead off with it, and then the conversation that follows is well worth a listen. Uh, once again, please send Ty and I your prayers. We're going to go battle, and I know this is my fault, so I don't expect you to feel bad. Every ounce that I was shoving down my gullet, I knew was coming out of my butthole soon, and that's on me, hundred percent. But you can help me out through this because we're a team. Mm-hmm. I wrote a song, by the way, another song. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a heater. Especially with Jim Kong popping back off. That he is. Oh, he shot another missile, didn't he? Into the, <laughs> the Sea of Japan. But they called it the EC. Do you see this? Yeah. In all the headlines, they've called it the EC. It's the Sea of Japan. Oh, I know. But now they're calling it the EC. I wonder if it's because we caught so much shit for calling it the Sea of Japan that the locals said, no, 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 that's the EC. It's not the Sea of Japan anymore. Back in the day, they used to call it Sea of Japan. They're on CNN, on everything. They used to call it Sea of Japan. Now it's the EC. So we're going to have to make a new song. It's kind of a shame. It's all right. RP and peace to the Sea of Japan. To the EC. RP and peace to the fishy EC. Mm. R.I.P. in peace to the E.C. fishies. Yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. 
Put Diplo on the remix? He'll just add a ringtone behind it. <laughs> That's all you need. I saw Timmy Trumpet stand on his little fucking dashboard thing. What are those called? Yeah, he just presses play, right? Well, I saw a drop happen. He was in Guatemala. It looked like 100,000 people, and he was just spraying champagne on them. Yeah. And then he took a big swig, and then he spit it on them. And then oh. the beat dropped, and he was dancing. I'm like, they're the new rock stars. That's man. the life right there. That's the life. These DJs are the new rock stars. You think of the like the hair metal band in the '80s and Motley Crue and that big movie they had made about them. That's those DJs are living that life now. You gotta respect it though. They're just raking in cash. Mm-hmm. It was just like when we saw Waka Flocka jumping around yelling, and then he got behind the turntables, ones and twos, for a photo, and then he got back out, started yep. yelling. <laughs> He's his own hype man. And then he got on a plane and flew to Boston to the same thing. Two shows, one night, walk, flock, flame. Raking in the cash. I think I'd be a good DJ. You? I have good, like, uh, single-hand moves. But what what we realize, though, is that you don't have rhythm. Well, no, they just press play. Yeah, but I think with the single hand moves, you have to be on beat because you're kind of like the little conductor guy in the front of the crowd. Like, that's really your only job is to conduct the crowd. I think I could do it. See, but I, I think as somebody who's watched you try to do it before, I don't think I don't think at this point. I, maybe you can learn how to do it if you continue to be cigar zeet. Yeah. But I think at this particular case, <laughs> you are not able to do it. I, I don't know. DJ Zeet would pop out, though. I, I would overcome all adversity. What happened to World Series of Poker Zeet that popped off today for like 25 minutes? You had uh, a bomber Zeet? You had a hoodie on? I lost the glasses, and someone said you'd be an idiot for wearing reflective glasses playing poker. <laughs> it made sense. I would never look at my hand. If I have reflective glasses. That a boy, because you don't know if you're bluffing or not. Exactly. Hey, you, you think you can get... I don't even know what I got. That's not a bad way to play. <laughs> Just play blind poker. Just play blind the whole time. I All you. in blind every fucking hand. <laughs> Who's got it? Who does it? I'd go with you. First hand, probably. Oh, thank you. I would have pocket rockets. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> what does pocket rockets mean? Double aces, baby. What does ducks mean? Ah, uh, shit. I actually don't know what ducks are. Like ducks in a pond in baseball, first and third. That's just anybody on base, but first and, first and third works, though. <laughs> Speaking of baseball. <laughs> You've had four transitions yeah. and you can't get there. I'm trying. Did I seem wasted during tryouts? Because I can't figure out how you made it on this team. (laughs) Clearly, practice does not appear to be working. This is why everyone talks about you as soon as you leave the dugout. I knew you couldn't do it. Did you take your Adderall this morning because you're acting kind of freaky out here? You don't, you don't suck. It's just, it's like you have bad luck every time you step on the field. (laughs) Dude, you are destroying the backstop. League's probably going to make us pay for a new one. You do see the trend out here, right? Every time you're on the hill, we get murdered. <laughs> Martinez, two, Lanzare, Welgus. Coach, I speak English. Dude, you're lucky your mom's hot. Dude, if I end up back in rehab this season, it's all your fault. Over 1.3 million Little League players in the United States, and I got stuck with you. Someone needs to put me out of my misery. I heard you were the worst player on your last team as well. <laughs> Dude, it is okay to suck every once in a while, but don't you think you're overdoing it? You do know you're supposed to be throwing strikes out here, right? Have you been tested for dyslexia? No. Okay. No. 
What's your name again? Been sitting over there in the dugout holding my breath, just trying to pass out. <laughs> Look at it this way. You're not the worst little league pitcher on the planet. You just better hope that the kid that is doesn't quit. Uh, I take it back. You're the worst. Have time, Blue? Okay, hand me the El Balo and go to right field. And don't ever come back. Uh, what you just heard there was a series of interactions between a coach and his little league pitchers. Uh, just rattled, rattled them off there one liner after one liner after one liner. And the man doing that, who I am so fortunate to have on the phone, uh, his video went viral this weekend. There's plenty more where that came from if you check the internet. Uh, from Texas. Some are saying the meanest Little League baseball coach in history, <laughs> Scott Berger, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Scott, first things first. Does your team normally suck, or are they good? <laughs> well, let's just say that we have a lot of potential. We have, uh, we have our – we've had a rough season this year, um, but we've had our uh, – we've had some moments where we've, we've had some success, but – We've had a rough season this year. That that's that video was actually in the fall and uh with a different team and we, we did pretty good. We did pretty good. We hung in there. Okay. We had our ups and downs. All right, I, I have just I have a lot of questions here. Obviously, as yeah. the world does, I feel the responsibility of the entire internet is weighing on my shoulders here. Do the <laughs> how do the kids react to said things that you're saying to them? Do they know what's coming when you're coming out there? Like, hey, there's going to be a hilarious comment coming to you whenever it's time to pull you off the mound. So when it started, the answer was definitely no because I wanted to capture. I wanted to capture their kind of their reaction or their innocence. It actually, when I started, I, I have a, like a little cheap action cam that I clipped clip to the neck of my shirt. I actually thought I was going to get like their face, like right as I was saying it, I was going to capture their facial expression, but it didn't work out because it was kind of bouncing around and stuff. But so, no, I did not tell them a thing. I just went out there and started saying stuff. And at the very first guy, the very first guy I did it to, I thought, I mean, he was kind of a big kid. I thought he was just going to kill me right there on the mound. Because I walked out there and I was like, hey, we're, we actually redid this one later. But I went out and I was like, hey, we're getting killed out here. And it's pretty much all your fault. And he just looked away like he was trying to contain himself and he wanted to kill me. Because um, these things, like, a lot of them are in the heat of the moment. Like, it's... it's um. It's they're real games. They're real. A lot of them are real situations. I will say, admit, you know, that there's been times I'm like, I got to get a few. I want to knock a few more of these mound visits out. So I'd call time kind of unnecessarily and just to do the <laughs> mound visit, you know, go out there, say something stupid, and then uh, and then they just kind of look at me and walk away. But uh, over time, um, the like. Over time, the kids kind of grew to know that I was going to say some sort of stupid crap out there. So if you notice in some of the scenes, they'll put their glove over their face because if they laugh, it ruins it. So I told them, if you feel like you're going to be laughing, cover your your face with your mouth, your mouth listen, with your gloves. So you don't listen. screw it up. Hey, you know? we, we don't need you laughing and ruining this viral video. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got likes and views I need, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, with you saying that, I'm assuming there are some people who don't respond in the same manner that we have. I even saw it whenever I posted the video, some people tagging me in tweets saying that I should not be promoting this type of thing. Have any kids' parents on your team come up to you and say like, hey, please don't be saying those things to my kid? Or uh, do you do you tell, do people tell you like, hey, you're what's wrong with coaching, anything like that? Obviously, we find it very entertaining. I grew up in an era where our coaches were all like that. Like that is exactly how everybody is, but we live in a different world now. Have you run into any problems like that? On my teams, no. Um, I have been nervous a little bit because, again, I like so some of the teams I've you know I've given them a heads up like hey we've got a few funny videos we like to do we might be doing something you know again but I like some of the like I've done pregame speeches before and stuff some of the best parts are when it's you capture their legitimate raw reactions and some of the crap they'll say in response or whatever it happens so I I try not to give anyone too too much of a heads up that it'll it's going to happen but. As time has gone on, there's been parents who are like, oh, sweet, my kid's on that team. I hope he <laughs> And they're, they're like, oh, please do my kid. Please do my kid. I mean, they're like, when we were doing some of the speeches, we would do the, we had a series of pregame speech, speeches. And by the end, like, there would be like this little mini crowd and all the parents would have their phones out and trying to film them and be like, oh, please say something bad about my kid. And, and it was kind of funny. So... As far as the parents go, no. I, I like. I will say I have been nervous about like the the one that is going crazy right now. That was a fall little league team. I didn't even really know half the parents on there. I just <laughs> went for it, and I was kind of sweating it. Like the one kid, um, the one I, I was nervous about was that you might not be the the worst little league player in the world, Brilliant. but you better hope the other the kid that is doesn't quit. <laughs> That kid, I was kind of nervous because I didn't know his mom very well, and I thought, "Oh shit! Like, is he gonna, is he gonna be like, man, why are you calling me the worst?" And then the part where I went out and said, "I never mind, I take it back, you're the worst." <laughs> I was really struggling with that one. I was like thinking, "Do I put this in or not?" But I just went for it, and the mom ended up loving it. She's like, "He's on our, you know, our little select team that we've got going now." And so the parents love it. I get hate mail by the minute. Otherwise, what do people say to you? What do they say to you? What what does the hate mail say to you? Every like, I wish I could curb stump this coach's face. He's what's wrong with him. Like a lot of people in out of the you know in Europe and stuff are like, that's what's wrong with America. This guy, (laughs) America, that's what's wrong. This guy is right. Like, I'll I'll tell you, my wife and I were actually got caught up in that whole Vegas shooting thing, and right afterwards. I even had guys saying, like, uh, that's the guy that's raising school shooters and all that. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just a joke. Get a freaking sense of humor. Holy crap. Hold on. Let's go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're not just going to bypass that. You were out in Vegas at that country festival? Yeah. Holy shit. That's insane. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife was in the crowd, and um, and, uh, I was at the – we had – kind of dropped them off and I was at the casino right next to the, my buddies and I were at the casino right next to it. And well, long, yeah, she got out of it. Um, long story short, I ended up in some bushes thinking I was freaking going to be a goner. I was out, like literally out hiding in some bushes alone outside this casino. Cause they were, I thought there was 
it was chaos. It's hard to describe, but it was chaos erupted in every single ca- casino all around the area. And we were running through our lives through the MGM. I think eventually the MGM and um, out this door and into some bushes. And I was pulling lights off. They had landscape lights, and I'm yanking the cords out, trying to hide myself, and it sucks. Okay, but. so so you're a man with a, a personality, a good personality, obviously. Uh, you're having the time of your life out there in Vegas. I always wondered how I would react in those situations. Would my personality still persist with the people around me in the moments directly afterward? Whenever we realize that we're not no longer in the line of shot for what we say, you find your wife. Were you were you the person that was talking about it, or how was the recovery? Like, were you joking around afterwards, or was it a couple of days there where you guys really struggled with holy shit, what just happened? Uh, the first week or two probably two weeks after was pure misery honestly it was like i don't know how to describe it but it was like every second of every day was sad i don't know how to, it was it was awful um during the moment it like uh i remember because i was hiding in these bushes and i was sitting there it's just weird but you sit there and i thought I better text, text some family, you know, like I better, I guess if this is going to be happening on the news, I better text some family, let them know like, Hey, I, cause at the time I knew my wife was okay. They had like had to bust into a airport hangar and they were in a airport hangar and then the police came and I'm like, okay, sweet. She's good. And then all of a sudden chaos erupted where I was at and everyone's running for their life. And I, was the only dumbass that ran outside. Everybody else went to this one area of the casino, and I flew out these stairs and out these out these door, doors, jumped over a wall, and then hit into bushes. And I sat there and was like, "What the hell? What? No one fo- like nobody followed me. I was the only one." And I had my back to the door, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I had this wall between me and the door that I flew out of, and every once in a while, this door would open, and I could still hear it kind of picture the sound in my head right now, but when that door would, the threat, the bottom of the door would scrape on the concrete, I was like, oh shit, please, please, please don't be somebody coming out here to, you know. Oh my God. Take to waste me or something. I'm sitting there and, and uh, so, but in the moment there, like I texted some family and I did, I did say like to my mom, I remember telling her, I'm like, well, when I get out of here, I bet the tables will be pretty cheap. They'll probably be like $2 tables. So, you know, because trying to make a joke out of it. And my son, my actually my son was the best because I texted him and I just said, hey, man, the, he's the son. And I said, hey, at least you're, uh, you're lucky your mom is hot or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I texted him and I said, hey, dude, we're, we're okay. And when he realized what was going on, he said, he goes, run, run in a serpentine serpentine pattern like from, <laughs> he's like running the serpentine pattern whatever it's from that land of the lost movie or whatever it's hilarious but so yeah there was a few jokes in there immediately afterwards it was yeah there was no it sucked Oh, I could. Hey, we're happy you're okay. Obviously, what a yeah. crazy situation because you don't make it out of there. Obviously, more of these videos don't come to the internet. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to the yeah. uh, hilarity that you bring to people. I mean, you. I watched that video no less than forty five times yesterday, and I, <laughs> I watched no less than forty five times, and I'm. It was like each line I just kept laughing harder and harder at. Is there anything that like you workshop that you write down? I assume you you plan 
land these lines and you're like, oh, I can't use that. Uh, There's some things that you can't use on kids. Yeah. Um, okay. In all honesty, most of them, I've just gone for it. Like, I was like, <laughs> I just, I got to do this. And you never know how it's hurt. But most of them have gone for it. There's one I'm play, I've played around with that I'm like, yeah, probably shouldn't say this one. Like, um, it's something along the lines, like, of every time, I've noticed, like, every time you're on the hill on the way home from the game, I have this sudden urge to find a giant live oak tree and ram my truck straight into it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's crossing the line. That's fine. That's fine. I uh, I've kind of played around with that thought. Oh, I don't know, but I, I think I'm going to do it. Is um, it's There's, like, two versions of it. It's either... You walk out there and you go, you know, go, do you, do you hear that? You know, and you kind of pause and the kid will go, no. And you say you something along the lines of like, even your grandma in heaven is booing you right now. Or your grandma is booing you. Oh, my God. Or, or like if you go out there and say, is your grandma still alive? When they answer no, and I say, well, if she was, she would even she would be booing you right now. I don't know. Some, <laughs> something along those lines. I've kind of gone back and forth, but it'll probably make it in there. The, one of the, quest, the, the issues has not been whether to say it or not. It's been the timing of them at times. Because, like I said, some of the times I'm like, it is the heat of the moment, and they don't want to hear from me. It's like they're – I don't know how to describe it, but they're when they're competing, they're really competing, and they're pissed. I mean, they're – you, know, you go out there, if you're going out there for the real reason, they're pissed off because they can't freaking throw strikes or they're getting the crap pounding out of them or whatever. And then you go out there and say, like, some, you know, something horrible. And they're like, <laughs> God dang it. You know, so, like, my son, my youngest son, Jack, he's the one that I said, uh, well, at least your mom still loves you. And he, that's from the early, an earlier video. And, uh, he was pissed. <laughs> he was like, he plopped the ball in my hand, and he just, it was like he wanted to throw punch, punch me, but he didn't. He just plopped it in my hand and just walked off the mound. I was like, ooh, that didn't go over very well. You know? uh, but, you're beating the hell out of the backstop. The league's probably going to fine us for that. <laughs> it's yeah. an incredible. Yeah that, yeah, that was my son. That was my oldest son, Wesley, as well. That was him. <laughs> just <laughs> sawing down your kids. So, you know, uh, going back to that, though, I, I forgot about this because they there have been at the league. We started the these, you know, these videos with that your dad's a loser speech, and that was done like four years ago. It was meant to be a joke, and and I it kind of came, I mean, obviously, it looks pretty serious, but I was. I thought, ah, I better lighten this up a little bit. So I put the word gooder in at the end. Let's go gooder on three. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but you know, at the end, I'd say get the team together and say, let's go. That team's pretty good, but we're gooder. So let's go gooder <laughs> on three. And we break it out on gooder. And thinking like the whole world will go, oh, okay, this is a joke, right? Well, half the people are like, this guy's a total douche, and he oh, doesn't yeah. even know that gooder's not a word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're hammering me. So, hey, but it was fun, you know, like that video sat around and just kind of, it got a few views here and there, no big deal, but it was fun. And, and so we did another speech 
And in the speech, I called the team that we were playing a bunch of fart sniffers. (laughs) And I had no idea whether they sniffed their own farts or not. But I just called them fart sniffers, whatever. Well, the parent, one of the parents on the other team heard it and was wrote the league and said that I was a bully and I was bullying the players. You know, by calling them fart sniffers, and I'm like, "Are you freaking serious?" So then, after that, I was like, "It's on." I mean, <laughs> so I I wrote like another speech directed at kind of it's when we were going to play that team. It was kind of directed at them, and and you know, making kind of hammering on them a little bit, but innocently. But so we have had some appearance of some other teams that were kind of offended or whatever. But <laughs> who gives a crap? It's all. It's all meant to be in good fun, you know, and and kind of making fun of, to an extent, kind of making fun of the total douchebag crazy. Are you are you a that, are you a comedian, or is that your natural thing, or were you just a shit talker athlete? Oh God, no, 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 no! I'm a, I'm a, I'm the president of a small like clinical research company called Tribe Clinical Development. No, no, don't say it. No, we'll yeah. we'll edit that out because there'll be some fucking mom or dad that'll want you to go out of business for what you do, or or we'll keep it in. It's up no. to you. But if you if your no, company ends up getting, I just want to let you know if protests happen at your company, it's on your fucking ass, not on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. No problem. No, we're uh, this is just. I've always just seen the kind of the humorous side of sports and youth sports and stuff like that i mean it's we've had i think the mound visit kind of idea came i used every once in a while i'd go out to the mound and ask a kid to pull my finger or something and you know when they do you go dude not that hard and you grab your ass and you run off run off the field you know and and it kind of just went from there we just started doing more stupid stuff and recording it and it's just been fun that's awesome. Well, you you yeah. supplied the internet with minutes of entertainment yesterday, which is not easy to do. Everybody seems to universally love you, except for the people that none of us would like anyway. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. I, I can't that's think. Awesome. Well, that's what you got to remember. All the people that hate on you, you would never ever ever have a beer with. So who gives a damn? Yeah. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. that is good advice. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I get a lot of hate from people that suck, and it's like <laughs> ah, I wouldn't like you either. I wouldn't like you either. So it's not that big of yeah. a deal. Um, yep. I can't thank you enough. I hope your team wins. I hope the pitchers get better, honestly. Uh, it seems like it's a real nightmare out there. Uh, but, Scott, you are a hysterical human being, and I can't thank you enough for joining us, my brother. Oh, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And thanks. It's been awesome. By the way, just surviving the Las Vegas shooting just kind of yeah, dropped man. in there in the middle of that. that wow. is, yeah. That's crazy to think about. We're happy you're okay, man. Very happy you and the yeah, wife yeah, are okay. yeah. yeah. Everyone's good. My wife was good. My wife was in the heat of the moment. She, uh, she's a trooper. So, when's the next game? Next game is in. Uh, we're debating that either this weekend or uh, or in a few weeks. We play these tournaments. In fact, this last weekend, there was this. Actually, was another little issue. I, I, I bought a six pack of pur- on purpose. It was Budweiser to Here make it look a little more trashy. A little diesel. And I. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, when I kind of set up the camera, when I walk out, you kind of see, I guess it's just kind of my leg, my chicken legs walking out towards the mound, and and on this one, I, like, stopped short of the chalk line, the foul ball line, and then I set my Budweiser down, <laughs> so the camera can zoom, like, sees it, and then I go out to the mound. 
I was a little nervous about that one because usually they don't allow alcohol in these parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's going to get thrown out or something. But so I've got a few more ideas in there. We'll get. We got about three tournaments left in the season, and we're going to try and knock something out. All right, we're pulling for you. You're going to hit another dinger, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Burton. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank All you. Right. Cheers. <laughs> Just survived the Las Vegas massacre. Yeah, in the really middle. crazy. Kind of threw that in. I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions wow. about that. But yeah, we had that Las Vegas shooting thing. Yeah, but the yeah. kid was laughing. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Go back. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, sir. It was probably just like, don't really give a shit what a lot of haters say on the internet after surviving something like yep. that. Well, I just the thought of him sitting because nobody knew what was happening. So every time that door opened, he thought it was potentially the guy with a gun. Yeah. So he's just like sitting there. Oh, That's insanity. Man. Uh, shout out to him and his wife for surviving that. Um, big time asshole, by the way, the guy that was shooting in Las Vegas. Yeah. The thought, though, of the other parents, especially in the world we live in now, potentially getting all butthurt about their, him talking down to their kids is something I assume that's pretty real. But all of the parents being like, no, 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 please do that to our kid. <laughs> yeah, that no, is a hysterical great. thought. Mm-hmm. I, if I have a child and that's all I thought of was like, you know what? If I potentially accidentally become a father, it was my exact tweet. If I put this type of stuff excites me about potentially accidentally becoming a father one day because I'm thinking about little Dr. McAfee on the fucking hill. <laughs> just, just fucking getting like two dong shots hit on him. Hey, don't worry about it, bub. I just worked my whole life to build up the McAfee name and in two swift pitches, he just completely ruined it. But it was, that is classic, man. In the world of Little League now with all those hard-o coaches that take it way too seriously, it's almost refreshing to see a guy that's bringing some fun because Little League's supposed to be fun. And those kids. he's bringing that back. I liked hearing that the kids have to cover their mouth from laughing (laughs) because they're in on it too. And you could see sometimes when he doesn't want to say it, he goes down and he kicks the dirt. If you haven't seen the video, I tweeted it out. He literally starts kicking the dirt so he doesn't have to look at the kid. He like looks it down. <laughs> I enjoy that though. What a great piece of content. I bet those kids want to play for him. Even the kids that are up and coming. I know he said he coaches his sons, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. all this viral, the video going around yeah. in the league. Oh, I'm yeah. sure everybody knows him. They're like, yeah. And that's what when I first saw it, I was like, holy god, man, what's going on? Watch it again. Was laughing and stuff. But just hearing that, I know. It's all in good fun. It's about Little League. It's about, you know. He has to get buried by some people. Sure, oh, but, yeah. but the kids are in on it, folks. You know yeah. what I mean? The kids are most in on it. The, the, most of the time. Yeah, the tweets, though, 100 good tweets, and then you see that one that's like, this guy is the problem with coaching. There's many different ways to motivate children, and this is not one of them. I'm like, well, that, is, that isn't it. That isn't a factual statement, what you just said. There, because that is a way, that yes. is a particular way to motivate. Right. So, so what you said, though, we get it, is not factually correct, first of all. <laughs> but second of all, I think if you can bring humor to a, a time like that, that's the best way to motivate For somebody. sure. Now, granted, a young Pat McAfee, if I'm getting cooked up there, I'm, I would have probably thrown a punch at him. <laughs> I, so him saying his kid dropped the ball and almost throat punched him, I, I could have... I would have leaned towards that probably as a kid, a little bit of a hothead, I would say. But just the thought of it all, like him going through it in his head while he's walking up, because that's his stage, right? So that's like he's a stand-up comedian walking onto the stage, like going through his head, like, okay, you're not the worst little league player and basketball player, but you better hope the guy doesn't quit. Okay, he's not the worst little league player. (laughs) 
What's up, buddy? You're not the worst. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like him practicing it in his head and him saying this team is full of potential. They suck, so he's just going to let it fly the next three weeks. But it seems good. You heard him. He's just, he, he coaches select teams in tournaments. Yeah, I don't mean He shit, said this, this year's team, he said, has a lot of potential. Yeah, he yeah. said the team that he was yelling at, they were good. This mm-hmm. The video that just went viral yesterday, that team was good. This one, though, he said not, not as good. A lot of potential, which normally means <laughs> – yeah. There, you know what potential does. Your coach is fired. Yeah, that's what it does yeah. exactly. Hundred yeah. percent. I want them to do it uh, to the kids after they're at the plate because they're most of the time even more mad if they fail at the plate than they are at mm. the mound. Oh, oh yeah, something the dugout when they get back in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, as they walk in, I can't thank him enough for joining us. I'm not sure how many interviews he's doing. He was good. He should do more. Yeah, I liked him a lot, man. I liked him a lot. I don't know much about little league baseball. Before we get out of here, um, we got to read one more ad. Uh, it is time. All right, Zitsky. <laughs> from Zito. Let's go, Z. Brand new sponsor, by the way. Brand new sponsor <laughs> alert. Hey. hey. Go, Z. Big bucks. Let's go. There's no chance this company sticks around. Yeah. Uh, Zito, good luck. Thank you very much. Are you tired of carrying the same old boring keychain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we are. Definitely. Be the envy of all your friends by carrying your keys on something extraordinary and indiscriminate from... Mm. Whoa. Mm, nice one. You want, you want help? Sound it out. Idiosynchronitykeychains.com. What was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> the name of the company. What was that, Zito? <laughs> this is a fake ad. This is impossible. No, it's a brand new sponsor, actually. Is- Phil actually sold this. This is first Phil's first <laughs> ad read. You go right ahead. Gorms, if you want to sound that out. Gorms doesn't know the word? Gorms. Yeah, idiosyncratikey. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. oh boy. Idiosyncratic key chains.com. <laughs> Idiosyncratic key chains? Are you guys serious right now? Idiosyncratic. This has fake ad written all over it, guys. I am reading through this book. Phil sold it. I don't believe it one bit. Phil sold this There's ad. no way a Brontosaurus is brought up in an ad read one bit. Read it. I mean, they got a marketing team behind a fucking company. Uh, I blank keychains offer. That's not the name of the company, is the people that paid us. Idiosyncratic? Idiosyncratic keychains offers paleo ethnic era keychains from the re. What was that? <laughs> I have no idea. Paleo. It's a dinosaur era. I know that. Paleolithic. Paleo. What is it? Paleolithic. <laughs> Paleolithic era keychains from the relishable bronchosaurus to the monicious <laughs> pet. <laughs> Pterodon? The pterodon? (laughs) And if you don't see your favorite dinosaur in their library, idiosyncratic... I can't even say that word. It's idiosyncratic. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that's the name of the company. Uh, Idiosyncratic? Idiosyncratic keychains. (laughs) Dot com customize question it. <laughs> your payload ethic. I can't even go back remembering the other word. That's unbelievable. Come on, Zito. we lost these guys already. No, we. I mean, they didn't pay as much as the other companies. That's why we have them at the end here. That's why they're number yeah. five. So there's no chance they come back. But I think you could at least power through this thing. I'm gonna power through it. Go ahead. Go Bye. back from the top. Are you tired of carrying the same old boring keychains? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Be the envy of all your friends by carrying your keys on something extraordinary and indiscriminate from idiosyncratickeychains.com. Idiosyncratic keychains? I think that sounds... Idiosyncratic keychains. Syncratic. Idiosyncratic keychains. There. All right, all right. 
Idiosyncratic. Just don't Idios- guess because Nick hasn't seen it. <laughs> no, we, we don't know. This is from across the room. Uh, it's, it's, it sounds right. Idiosyncratic keychains. There we go. All right. What was the dinosaur era one again? Paleolithic. Paleolithic era keychains from the. There's an L in there, right? Paleolithic. There you go. Paleolithic. Good luck piecing this one together, Ty. Just kind of sound it out. You know. <laughs> keychains from the relishable Brontosaurus <laughs> to the minicious Pterodon. Oh. I believe that's correct. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is and there a P in the front there? There is. I didn't say that. boy. Yes, oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, how would you have said it? By the way, Pterodon. 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 And if you don't see your favorite dinosaur in the library, the idiosyncratickeychain.com will customize your Paleolithic era keychain to a dinosaur of your choosing for only nine ninety nine. Wow, Ooh. that's <laughs> nice. crazy. But that's maybe cheap. you're not into dinosaurs. Maybe historical figures are the thing. IdiosocraticKeychain.com has a library of over 1,000 historical f- figures to choose from. Well, there we go. We're, we're hitting a groove, aren't yeah. we? Benito Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. terrible oh, guy. Yikes. Bad dictator, Mohammed yeah. Mohammed Gandhi. Yay. Mahatma. I think Mohammed's spelled wrong here, by the way. It's Mahatma. Mahatma. Well, yeah, if it's <laughs> Mohammed, it is spelled wrong. <laughs> also, Michael's spelled wrong there if that's if it's Michael Gandhi. That's all it says. Very true, very true. Yeah. Mao Sindog. Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. These are historical uh, figures wait. that you're just butchering. <laughs> wait, what? Mao Zedong. <laughs> of course. 100%. Napoleon Bonaparte. There you go. Genghis Khan and many more. It's <laughs> incredible that there's even more. Mao Zedong. I still uh, don't think I know who that he's even referring to. Mao. He wasn't a good guy either. Were they all bad guys? Bad guy. Oh. Except Napoleon. Bad guy. No, bad guy. <laughs> bad guy as well. Except for the Hey, Mahatma wasn't a bad guy. <laughs> Indiosyncratickeychain.com also fe- uh, features lines from the Mesolithic and Neolithic era, as nice. well the Middle Ages, beginning with the fall of Constantinople. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Zeke. <laughs> Constantinople. Constantinople. <laughs> and, of course, ending with the Renaissance. Each. You, hey, you fucking hammered home Renaissance uh, right there. There's yeah. a lot of letters in I there. I saw that one. And I saw that one. I was like, I'd rather know the Renaissance word than that. Yeah, one. yeah. Absolutely. Was the cantaloupe era? Yeah, the cantaloupe yeah, era. Fall what was the cantaloupe, cantaloupe, the fall of the Constantinople. Constantinople. <laughs> yeah. Each idiosyncratic keychain.com. <laughs> Keychain is handcrafted from environmentally safe polyethylene and contains no carcinogens and is completely carcinogens. <laughs> That's just two engines of cars. <laughs> cars engines. Carcinogens. Yeah, carcinogens. Cars engines, like a Ford engine. Is it the engines or no engines? There's no cars. Cars engines. Yeah. Carcinogens. There it is. Hey. There you go. And is completely biodegradable. If you're a nerd like me and you're tired of carrying your keys on the same uninteresting and montaneous (laughs) keychain. Montaneous. Nailed it. Was I wrong on that one? No, 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 no. You're 100% right. Monotonous? (laughs) Study of Montana. (laughs) Monotonous? Keychain, as everyone else, then go to IndioSocraticKeychain.com right now enter the promo code McAfee and get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. What? Free shipping? Plus free nice. shipping with your first order. Yes. Nice. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> IndioSocraticKeychain. I-D-I-O-S-Y 
N R A T I C K E Y C H A I N S dot com. Promo code McAfee. Boy, oh, all right, oh, okay. well, was... See you later to idiosynchronatic no, That's a mouthful. I'd say. Uh, good job, Z. What was the guys? That, what were the folks' names, by the way, that we can get uh, the historical figures that really matter? Oh, uh, Benito Mussolini. Bad guy. Uh, bad guy. Mahatma Gandhi. Good guy. Mm-hmm. So Muhammad Gandhi's a good one. Mahatma is Gandhi's a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Hashtag Endgame, hashtag Endgame. Uh, if you haven't bought tickets yet, go buy tickets to one of our shows. Six cities. Other than that, uh, just tweet Zito and tell him good luck reading in the future. Kid needs it. Everything he could possibly need. Constable. That's only getting worse. For myself, Todd McComas at Diggs at Nick Moraldo at Hey Gorman at Viva Lazito at Ty Schmidt at Evan Foxy. We can't thank you enough. Cheers to you and to uh, Scott Gerben, my favorite Little League coach. Mm -hmm. Yes, the best. What a hilarious fucking guy. The man. I wonder if he'll get uh, any sponsorships, maybe from Idio. Sacronatic. 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 What a dumb dumb. It was a fake ad read. <laughs> read right through it. Yeah, you did. You did not read right through it. <laughs> you, did. you did see it because uh, I have gotten. The reason why we had to do that yeah. is because of the amount of complaints from the real ad reads. <laughs> so we had to make up a company for you to read for. I want to let you know if we ever create a company yeah. that does ad reads for this show. Yep. We will stick on if you read it. I just want to let that you know. That means a lot. Thank you so much, Pat. No problem. And nobody has actually said that they will drop our show. They just have asked if maybe we rotate. <laughs> 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 Which I respect. Ty Thank Schmidt, you. hit the music. in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the bushes black to match, riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your horse, I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now, can't nobody tell me nothing, you can't tell me nothing, can't nobody tell me nothing.